What up, y'all? What up, what up, what up, what up, what up, what up? We back, we back, we back. Hold up, I'm trying to find a song to play. Because y'all know it ain't shit out right now. Ain't nobody dropping no shit. Everybody at the crib recording, but ain't nobody putting shit out. But, uh, I'll do a little classic Drake song. What's that shit called? Alright. Let's get into it, y'all. We back. Yeah. All you self-promoters are janky. We established like the Yankees. This whole fucking game thank We back. You're militant, but somehow you don't want tanking. Yeah. No limit yeah. to I can take yeah. And you know me as a Chris Bottle sender. Check pick up. I thought we looked out for one another. Saw us all as brothers in the struggle. Too blessed to be humble. I guess it's different in the city I come from. All of a sudden, I got people showing how much they truly resent me. Uh. They hold a meaning to spells envy. They trying to tempt me. The higher I get, the less they accept me. Even had the OGs try to press me. Ha 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 ha. Knowing y'all, cause I'm already in it. Uh. I'm not intended when I do a show and get a ticket. Hold up, let Drake come. Business can clean millions. I got division. I've been had it since no scrubs and no pigeons. Even back when I wasn't as poppin', when they told me take a R&B nigga on the road, and I told them no, and Drew for Kendrick and Rocky. I tried to make the right choices with the world watching. Mike never tried to rap like pop. Pop never tried to sing like Mike. Those my dad's words to me when I asked him how to make it in life. And I always said my mother gave the greatest advice. Yeah, look at me now, they look at me like a golden child. Can't nobody hold me down. Hey, oh, I just hit the mic. My bad. Fuck it. Certain shit is just too wild to reconcile Take that, take that, no love in they heart So they fake that, they can't be on level the way they play that Damn nigga, what is that? <laughs> Let me stop Let me stop What up y'all, we back, we back, we back Welcome back everybody This is the uh, Insensitive Podcast We appreciate everybody that hit that play button today This is episode 41 again of the Insensitive Podcast Welcome back, welcome back Like I said for real man, everybody that hit that play button today we truly, truly appreciate it. I had to get in the mood right quick with that old track. Like I say, nobody really putting shit out right now, so I ain't no, no new shit out. So I had to, had to throw it back just a little tiny bit. But yeah, man, uh, this is episode 41. This is your boy P. Uh, my co-host Brandon, he's not here again today for, I think, the uh, sixth straight week. Uh, we're still doing the quarantine-style uh, podcast, but I'll call him in a minute. Uh, everybody that is uh, here, make sure you uh, like and subscribe. This video will be available on YouTube on Wednesday. Our videos are on YouTube every Wednesday. Our audio episodes drop uh, every Tuesday, which will be tomorrow on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, and Spotify. <clears throat> make sure you subscribe on Apple Podcasts. Subscribe on. Uh, give us a follow on. Uh, Give us a follow on what? On Spotify and uh, SoundCloud. And subscribe to our YouTube channel if you haven't already. Everybody that has subscribed, uh, we really, really appreciate it. And follow us on our social media. Our social media is always in the description tab on uh, SoundCloud, on YouTube. Uh, you can even see it on uh, Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Uh, give me a follow. Give Brandon a follow. Give our podcast a follow on Instagram. Everybody that has already. We appreciate it. We still rocking. It's episode 41. Like I said, we still rocking. Uh, I think that's it, man, for the actual intro to like call Brandon. Yeah, so I'm gonna call Brandon, and we will get started. And we apologize; we kind of rushed uh, last week's episode towards the end because when we post on uh, when we post the podcast on our little RSS that takes it to uh, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and all that, they had they used to have a limit on the file size with the podcast, which was like 200 megabytes. So we thought that that was still the limit, which only let you record only like to up like an hour and 45 minutes of content so we tried to kind of 
not take it past there last week. So, and there was a lot of shit we wanted, we really wanted to talk about last week because I really wanted to get into the Jordan doc last week, and I wanted to um I wanted to talk a little bit more about the Q and A. We we had a good Q and A segment last week, but we wanted to dive deep a little more. But come to find out, when I fucking posted last night, they changed the limit to, from two hundred megabytes to six hundred megabytes. So we actually could have recorded a little longer. But I know now, but. It don't fucking matter, but I just want to tell y'all that y'all don't give a fuck. But that we know now, so we can talk shit. We can talk for three hours if we really wanted to. But we not gonna do that. But I mean, we could if we wanted to. But yeah, let me call this fuck nigga, man. I'm rambling right now. Y'all don't give a fuck about my stories. But um, <clears throat> let me call my nigga B, and we'll get started. Call this whole ass nigga. He gonna say some stupid. Watch, watch, watch. I tell you, what. He gonna say something stupid. Thank you for calling, Papa. This is Brandon. Tell ya. What I tell ya? What I tell ya? What did I tell ya? I told y'all. I told y'all this nigga was gonna say some stupid shit about Popeyes, and look what he did. Nigga, I told the people he was gonna say something about Popeyes. Shut the fuck up. Nah, I didn't say that. I told you he was gonna say some stupid. What up, nigga? Look, look. What? Look. You having fun? Yo, stop, nigga. Okay. This nigga's playing with fire over there, y'all. You better stop, nigga. What's going on, bozo? You hurt my feelings. How you feeling today? You ready to do some podcasting, sir? Not really. I don't really care, but I. <laughs> hey, please sit your ass down today. Just sit. Sit down. Sit down. Sit down, nigga. I see you. Sit down. Sit down. Get your ass in a chair. Sit down. Don't nobody want to hear no nature walk trail. Don't nobody want to hear that. Don't nobody want to hear this. Ain't fucking Charlie Brown and the Peanuts, nigga. Don't nobody want to hear you fucking walking around talking to white people, bro. Don't nobody want to hear that. All right. Done. Yeah, Are I'm done. done. Are you you ready? <clears throat> uh, I'm gonna disregard that order, uh, Colonel Colonel <laughs> Sanders. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, let's go ahead and proceed. <laughs> Alright, let me do a uh, podcast rundown real quick. So, Yo, why you keep coughing, bro? Shut what up. Fuck? What's wrong with you, bro? Something's in my throat. Shut up. Uh, we gonna start in the music segment right. and take a little sip. <laughs> Shut up. We gonna start in the music segment today, y'all. We gonna get into what's trending after music. Uh, I got something for the Let's Talk segment at the at the West Trending. It'll be quick. It ain't nothing. It ain't nothing big. We'll do a Let's Talk. We usually do Let's Talk segment before uh, Q and A, but uh, we'll do it. <coughs> yeah, it, it, yeah, it's something to talk about. Uh, <laughs> shut up. When we got the Fuck You segment after that, uh, we would do sports, and then we have something for the Q and A today, and then after that we will close out the Q and A. That's it. So, music, what's trending? Let's talk. Fuck you. Sports. Q&A. Fuck you, Brandon. <clears throat> Alright, cool. Thanks. Alright. Yeah, cool. Fuck you, nigga. Ten minutes. We running. Ten minutes. Let's go. Nigga, what the fuck you been talking about for eight minutes? Yeah, seven minutes. Shut up. What you was talking about? I was telling the people a story. Alright? About you. Yo. About you being a bitch. Boy. I was, story, I was telling the story about you, uh, how you got fucked up in high school that one time in, ten, in uh, ninth grade. Not ninth grade, tenth grade. Nigga, what? So you don't remember that? So you don't remember that? No. So you so you gonna act like you don't remember that? Nigga, are you talking about when the cops that came to the church? <laughs> Yo, what, oh, you know what? I'm not playing with this nigga. I'm just joking. But I'm not playing with this nigga. All right, let's start the music. All right, let me get my phone. All right, so we gonna start in the music segment. What's the first thing we got? I gotta go to my list here. Uh, <clears throat> stupid ass nigga said he got more hits than Kendrick Lamar. 
Alright, so uh, so the biggest news in music is ain't really shit going on in music. Ain't nobody, like I said before, ain't nobody really putting shit out because the whole uh, pandemic going on right now. But uh, French Montana, I, I think he was on IG Live with somebody. I don't know who it was. I didn't really pay attention to it. But he said, quote, uh, he was just saying that he has more hits than Kendrick Lamar. He said, quote, Kendrick Lamar got albums. He got masterpieces. But if you were to put us on a festival stage, I will outshine him because I have more hits than Kendrick Lamar. Uh, he got a lot of backlash for this. A lot of people were talking shit. He went on Instagram and he put 20 of his hits on Instagram. Of course, the whole IG the IG battle shit is what's hot right now. Everybody's doing IG battles with each other. They're going to run out of IG fucking battles to do because everybody keep fucking doing one. And they're going to run out of shit. And niggas ain't even making money off that shit. And I think that's a really good way to make some money off of some shit like that. So niggas better stop. Niggas better stop that shit right now. But he put 20 songs. Uh, shot Call at 1. Remember Shot Call at Brandon? Cause I remember you asking about his hits. How I go? That was, a, that, was a, that was a good hit. Ain't worried about nothing. That was the first fucking song I think I had played in G thirty five. I got it. Shot called it. Yeah. Yeah, that beat was hard. That beat was hard. Uh, beat was, he has some hits, bro. When you go through that, he does have hits. But ain't worried about nothing. Can't. Don't panic. Pop that. These hoes ain't loyal. All the way up. No shopping. Stay scheming. Lockjaw. Sanctuary. Chopper down. No stylus. Work remix, Smurder remix, Ball Drop, Ocho Cinco, Nobody, he put Ross name next to that, I guess that's, oh yeah, that's not really a hit though, I remember that off of Ross's Mastermind album, uh, Chop It Down, Marble Floors, and Unforgettable. Marble Floors, nigga, what the fuck, you talking about January work? <laughs> <laughs> Shut up, Unforgettable is probably, Unforgettable is probably the biggest hit he has here, and you, you said that you don't think that's, yeah, I mean, that's Unforgettable. That, yeah, but you said that that wasn't his song, I think that is his song. What are you talking about? Unforgettable? Yeah. Uh, no, it was Swa song, but then Swa Lee had came out and said that um, it's uh, Sway Lee, and it is his song. It is. It is French. Swa It's Sway Lee, sir. Let's not do this Solange. Sway Solid shit again. Solange. I mean Solid. This guy. But no, I think so I, I think that's he had sent it to uh, French Montana as technically his song. It wouldn't have been. Oh yeah, he did say that. He did say that. So yeah. He does have hits, but yeah, it would, yeah, it wouldn't really, as as- it really wouldn't have been shit without him. He said, uh, "Since niggas got amnesia, lol. Here's my first twenty joints before I dig through the other twenty one mixtapes for twenty more. French versus dot dot dot, lol. That's a fact. That's what he said. So he posted those twenty hits on Instagram. Uh, so a lot of people put out uh, a comparison of Hot 100 hits compared to Kendrick Lamar." Uh, French Montana Hot 100, zero number ones. <laughs> I thought Unforgettable went number one, but I guess not. Uh, zero number ones, two top ten hits, 17 chart ent- entries in the Hot 100. Kendrick Lamar has two number one songs, eight top ten hits, and 48 chart entries. So we got zero to two number ones, two to eight top ten hits, and 17 to 48 chart entries in the Hot 100. Uh, RIAA certifications, French has 4 gold, 9 platinum, Kendrick has 15 gold, 24 platinum. So, who's the winner here? I understand what he was saying though, I see what he was saying. Like he's trying to say that Kendrick's songs ain't gonna ring off like his songs, which may not be true, honestly, because if you play some of that shit from like, what's that one song? Every time in the streets, I hear yeah, yeah. If you play at a fucking festival, nigga, that Kendrick shit, what's the name of that fucking song? Fuck, what's the name Talk of that Talk about shit? good kids. Yeah, if you play that at a festival, nigga, oh my god. 
Yeah, I don't think none of the fucking. Bad, I don't think none of the bro, twenty money songs. Trees. Money trees, hard too. Money trees. I don't think. Swimming pools. Remember swimming pools? I fucking hated swimming pools, but yeah, yeah you're that a is bitch. a bitch. Um, you a punk ass bitch. <laughs> I never liked swimming pools. Hold on, nigga. I gotta put emphasis on this bitch, nigga. <laughs> I didn't like swimming pools, but I think if even if you just play Good Kid against any of these twenty songs he listed, I think that's gonna win. I don't, I don't even think it's. A, I don't. I don't even think it's a question. I understand what he was trying to say. I mean, he's supposed to think that, though. I mean, he's a rapper. Rap is a, is really a competitive sport. He's supposed to think that. But uh, Young Thug, he came out, and he had something to say. He went on Instagram, and he said what I said earlier. He was like, stupid-ass nigga think he got more. He's a Kendrick Lamar. And these dumb motherfuckers went back and forth, back and forth. Every hour just saying dumb shit. Um, and fucking, apparently, this shit, they been beefing. Because Thug, he posted a... Uh, a picture of he screenshotted his uh, DMs with French Montana uh, from August of uh, last year. He said, "Boy, I don't even, I don't even, know, I don't even know what the fuck he's talking about." But apparently, French Montana, French Montana tried to holler at his wife, Young Thug's wife, a while ago at a party. He, he had a wife. Yeah, or whoever he's, he's with, whoever he's with, his girl, his wife, whatever he's with. I think, I think it's his wife. But apparently, French Montana, French Montana, yeah, oh, French wow. Montana. Wow. French Montana tried to holler at her while. Um, Apparently it was with Meg Thee Stallion. He went over to Meg Thee Stallion. He said, "Who the fuck is that?" And she told him, "That's Thug's girl." And he still tried to holler at her after he was told it was Thug's girl. I don't know if this is why Thug sent this shit, but that's apparently the story. Of what what happened? He said, "Boy, I don't even play like that. Ain't nothing about me, a hoe, a sucker. And I'm with whatever you my you. I'm whatever I'm with whatever you with, my nigga. Don't play with me. These rappers boys goofy ass niggas." Bro, I'm about to hang up, bro. And this shit ain't even, like he bro. said, and this shit ain't even about no hoe. You can have a hoe. <laughs> it's about my face car, Buster. <laughs> what the fuck is this nigga talking about, bro? I don't know, bro. So he called his old girl a hoe. And it, it, it ain't even about no hoe. You can call, you can have a hoe. It's about my face car, Buster. You tripping, dog. Watch your fucking mouth, fuck nigga. Your mama a hoe. <laughs> you know when I'm with pussy. It can go wherever you want it to go, little nigga. Y'all busters know what's up. It's up with me. This was back in August, and Thug posted this himself. And last year, yeah, and, Fr- and French did not respond to this DM. He didn't say anything back. So, <laughs> yeah, they doing back for it. It's stupid shit. There's more important shit going on than these niggas going back over some over some hits. It's not that serious, French. It's not that serious. But, anyways, yeah. So that's all with that. But uh, I think the general consensus of real niggas that know what's up is that Kendrick would be him in a in a fucking hit battle. I think that's the general consensus. I, but I see, I understand what he's trying to say. I mean, French has to say this. He's an artist. He has to say this. But I get what he's trying to say. Uh, any any more thoughts on that, sir? I mean, there's a lot more shit, more pressing than this stuff going on. So I don't really have anything to say. It's I think just, these niggas are just bored. They don't have nothing else yeah, to do. I, I think so too. They just rich niggas and they ain't got nothing else to do, so they're just bored. Yeah, but it's not really anything that's. They ain't say nothing crazy. I mean, well, they did say some crazy shit to each other, but I mean, not really. And Kendrick has yet to say a word, people. Kendrick has not said but anything. She won't. Yeah, not so. He don't give a fuck. Nobody. I don't even think anybody in TDE has said anything. Isaiah Rashad, J Rock, Punch, none of them niggas. Uh, Abs. Yeah. All right. So uh, what we got next? Uh, Kanye West is now officially a billionaire uh, thanks to his stake in Yeezy, according to Forbes. The publication says Kanye shared his financial records and his own net worth with them. He owns 100% of Yeezys. Uh, he also texted uh, Forbes. And he said it's not a billion, it's 3.3 billion since no one at Forbes knows how to count. So he's saying that he's worth 3.3. 
Uh, I think it came out that it was like 1.1, 1 1.3. 1 uh, Forbes confirmed that Kanye is in fact a billionaire with a net worth of around 1.3 billion. Interesting, for, interestingly, Forbes is that a word? Interestingly, yeah. Forbes Me. also made sure to mention that Kanye himself reportedly wanted to make sure that they talked about this accomplishment in particular. See, I don't like shit like that, dog. Yeah, I don't. I don't like shit like that. I think yeah. we talked about something like that last week. Uh, the way it was Meek Mill. Like how people announce when they do something or they have done an accomplishment, even though I gave him the shout out segment last week, but still, I, I, I don't like when people like want you to announce shit. Like Jay Z didn't do that when he became a billionaire. Jay Z would never do that. Jay Z never announces shit. A lot of people. I'm pretty sure he would shit. prefer people not knowing he's a billionaire. <laughs> yeah. Uh, in the featured article, Forbes spilled tea about their alleged interaction. I don't. Nobody cares about that. But yeah, Kanye's a billionaire yeah, now, thanks to. Uh, Easy. I think he's. Pro I think his net worth is probably more than Jay Z now. Actually, I think he might be the richest rapper right now. I'd have to well, fact check that, but I think that he. I think even if it is one point, if it's three, if it really is three point three, it's a fact. He's the richest rapper in the world. Uh, but if it's yeah. one point three, I think he probably just barely beat Jay Z or Dr. Dre or D. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but yeah, congrats to Kanye, man. Hell of accomplishments. Well, I was just telling Brandon. Yeah, a lot of people. Yeah, there's a lot of videos circulating around now of Kanye, you know, speaking this into existence. And we talk about that shit on this podcast all the time, about how speaking shit into existence is real and manifesting, you know, manifesting things that are coming into your life is real. And he's a prime example. You can feel, you can say what you want to say about Kanye. You can feel how you want to feel about his shit with Trump and the shit he does. But the nigga's a billionaire, dog. Check the numbers, nigga. I mean, can't say nothing about that, honestly. And he was just in debt. If that was true, if that was, because I don't know, I don't know how true that was that he was in debt a couple years ago. If that was true, I mean, that's a hell of a thing to, you know, be in debt and now be a billionaire. Come up, but. To come up from it and do that back again. Yeah, yeah, I think he was in debt a couple, like, a couple years ago, maybe two or three. That's really good that he owns 100% of Yeezys, because a lot of people, when they when they create something like that, they they don't have 100% ownership or cert, of certain shit. Yeah. And I saw videos of him talking about that, too, like how... How executives and people, they don't want black people or just a lot of people in general to know that we can own our own shit. And he was talking about that on a video. That's, you can call him crazy, but he do be saying a lot of shit that he makes sense some sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of shit, he does say sometimes a lot of, he does say crazy shit now. I won't go on downplay yeah. that. But he does have a lot of good points with certain shit that he says sometimes. But yeah, man, so congrats to Kanye. Uh, he's a billionaire now. Uh, what we got next? Uh, Spotify has now enabled fans to tip artists via Cash App and PayPal. Says uh, Spotify is now allowing fans to leave artists donations via Cash App or PayPal.me with the new feature, Artist Fundraising Pick. This allows the artist to spend a specific destination on their profile. Oh, to pin, I'm sorry. This allows artists uh, to pin a specific destination on their profile where artists can determine where money should be sent. In a statement released by their blog, the viral pandemic seems to be a determining factor. Given the urgency and the impact of COVID-19 crisis, we're working as quickly as we can to develop this new product and get it out to as many artists as possible. However, we've never built a fundraising feature like this before. We consider this the first version that we evolve as we learn how to make it a, as helpful as possible for the music community. I think that I think that's cool. I think that helps yeah. a lot. Of, I think that helps a lot of artists out, a lot of up and coming artists. I don't know how yeah, many people get actually their, do get it. Get their name out there for that time, for this time being down or shit. And actually make some money off. I don't know how many people actually yeah. do it, but I do think that may start something. If, if, At least they started monetizing what um, was it? Uh, YouTube stuff we talked about a couple months ago. Where they monetize on YouTube? Yeah, where well, that goes oh. towards like album sales and shit. Yeah. 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 
So uh, that'll help them out. So yeah, at least it's helping out because I know a lot of people cancel their tours and stuff like that. Yeah, because pandemic. Yeah, because can't nobody go nowhere. Pandemic. Yeah. Uh, what was I gonna say? Yeah, I, I think if if Spotify is the first to start this, I think that'll start. If they can actually do this successfully, I think it's gonna depend on how this goes. I think that'll actually start something for like Apple, maybe. I don't know if Apple would do that, but yeah, Apple Music or whatever. Um, more than likely, they'll try to um, if they establish a lot of dominance in that field. Uh, I don't think they'll. They're. Uh, I think some people will. They'll be limited on people who compete to them. A lot of people with a lot of money that have the capability competing up with them will. But a lot of younger companies won't do that. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, what we got next? Uh, Eternal Take is now platinum. How long did Eternal Take come out, bro? How long ago was that? Uh, that was at least two months, I think. No. Beginning of March. No. Beginning of March. No, because you're wrong! Must have been that last week, maybe. No, that I think it was March. I think it was March or either February twenty eighth or some shit. That yeah, was March, March sixth, day before okay. my birthday. Real nigga. Man, fuck your birthday. Anybody hear shit about that? <laughs> yeah, that's oh shit. Yes, yeah, so Illusion album, uh, Eternal Take is now platinum. Uh, what else we got? Uh, yeah, congrats to Uzi. Uh, I thought I haven't even went back to that album yet. Not once, I don't think. It was cool. That was cool. Yeah. I died off. He's one of those artists where no, you know what? That last album didn't die off. That uh, that other one. Damn, we lived at that apartment, nigga. What was the fucking uh, Love Is Rage two? That was that shit, bro. Oh yeah, that, that was shit. Crazy. I was we playing that shit for a while. Yeah, this yeah. one came and went. Uh, the baby. He has the number one album in the country. We talked about his album a little bit last week. He now has another one album in the country. But he did also say this. He said that he thinks he can make a conscious album like J Cole. Cool. Um. Uzi said that? The baby. Oh, the baby. The baby. Jonathan. Uh, I think that's his name. Jonathan. Uh, uh let me see. Blah blah blah. He, in a new interview with the Breakfast Club in North Carolina. Uh, I'll, I'll say this. I'll say he would he would be closer to doing it than a lot of a lot of other artists would be. So I wouldn't say he wouldn't completely be able to do it. Cole is on another level, but I'm saying he would be he probably wouldn't make it to that level, but uh, he'd make it somewhat kind of near that because he could probably. I feel like his rapping helped him out a lot, so I feel like he might be able to do that. You sure Not about close. this? Now? Yeah, I'm pretty sure about it, bro. Think about it. He'd be closer than a lot of other rappers to do that kind of that kind of shit. What other rappers that you know can kind of rap and probably put that together? Uh, let me see. Let me read what he said. Uh, where is it at? Uh, he said he is versatile enough to make a conscious album like J. Cole or Jordan Lucas. Oh, that's one nigga, Jordan Lucas. But maintaining his popularity means branching out more gradually. As far as switching the flow, I have no problem running circles around any one of these niggas. Uh, I couldn't find myself entertaining that. I could joke about it just like I joke about everything else. I'll make a conscious album right now. I'll record the whole shit today on some J. Cole vibes, Jordan Lucas vibes. I can get in there too. Uh, he continued to explain why he can't make any sudden changes to his style. At the end of the day, I understand what's going on. Yeah. You gotta milk the game. You gotta take advantage of it. I switch it too quick and you ain't gonna like it. Uh, you gonna be like, damn, baby, I wanted you to turn me up. But I kinda said that with the album, honestly. The album he just put out. I said that last week. I didn't yeah. like some of the new shit that he did because he did try new shit. He sung a little bit on that first album, Kirk, but it he he tried new shit on this album. Uh, you can never let anything else control the shit. You don't put the work in. So again, but yeah, I see what he's saying though. 
Like you can, like I don't know. That that doesn't really make sense to me. What he's saying, uh, because he did kind of try some new shit. Uh, and I saw a lot of people kind of saying that, like, oh, he's still on the same. Yeah, shit I don't think album. people would fuck with him if he did. No, that's that's a whole different story. I don't think that. I think less people would be like, yo, what the fuck? Because a lot of people, once it's proven that you have one style, once you start switching up shit, it's kind of weird. But there's certain ass, there's certain shit that there's only certain people that can do that. Like Drake can do that. Drake can rap and do both. Uh, I mean, future. I mean, if you if you kind of into that, like Hendrix and shit like that. That shit was hard. Future, that shit grew on. That shit, you know. Yeah, Hendrix. Grew on. That he could do that, I guess. But um. There's only certain artists that can kind of really do that. I don't know Bitter Baby because his style is, is, is like too raw. Like it's too, it, it's different. It's not, he don't get, if he were to change it up and do that other kind of style now, it'd be like a complete fucking change. Like this is the baby talking about this, all this bullshit. And when we used to him talking about this other shit. So. The definition of conscience, aware or aware of and responding to one's surroundings awake, having knowledge of something aware painfully aware sensitive to so i don't think that'll work i don't think that'll work him doing the con i don't think that'll work dog what i don't know i don't know i, I just don't think that'll work from the baby i don't see how that'll work explain how, explain to me how you think that'll work the baby to make the conscious out i don't know man to be real i don't know i don't know how especially since his his last fucking album so i don't i don't really know but you say you think he could do it I think he could do it if he really tried to fucking actually write bars anybody can make music I'm thinking I'm thinking I'm thinking a conscious I'm thinking more I'm thinking of a rapper I need to stop thinking about certain rappers and just think about what he was talking about because I'm sitting here thinking about him making the I'm thinking about subject matter like what Cole would talk about or Joyner would talk about or Kendrick would talk about I don't think I think I can't do that I think I have to think about I don't think his style would fit that that's what I'm saying. His style yeah, wouldn't fit that because I'm not saying he won't be able to do it, but his style, like I don't even know how that shit would be delivered. So, like, I don't know. I don't think he's gonna do it though. He he won't do that. He ain't crazy. Yeah, I don't think he's he gonna think he's made too much money doing this other yeah, shit, bro. He's not shit, gonna yeah. do that. Yeah, he's not. Uh, what we got next? Uh, Diddy is confirming that uh, him and Dr. Dre are gonna do an IGB battle. Uh, I don't know when it's gonna happen, but I think that's one of the battles everybody wants to see. But I don't believe it'll be on Instagram. Diddy has a whole fucking network. He has Revolt, Dr. Dre. They, these niggas are fucking billionaires. They're not gonna get on, go on like IG Live and do this shit. They're gonna figure out a way to make some money off this shit, like I just said. But yeah. um, yeah, that's gonna happen. I think that's probably gonna be the the most watched one. And I I watch it. A lot, a lot of these other shits, I don't. I'm not trying to watch. I watched like the first couple ones, but I'm not trying to watch all these other shits. But yeah, so Diddy and Dr. Dre. I don't even. I don't know if it's gonna be their hit songs, songs they produced. I don't know what it's gonna be, but when that they comes, probably, up, yeah. I, I think it. Yeah, I think it'll be. On shit. Yeah, I think it'll be songs they produced. But them, them niggas are too smart to just go on Instagram live and just do the shit for free. That that's not gonna happen. But yeah, so when that um when that news comes out, we'll uh, talk about that. And then I got two more things for music. Uh, there was a poll done on Twitter, uh, because there was a beat battle recently, because, not a beat battle, a mixtape battle recently on IG Live between Lil Wayne's catalog, uh, catalog mixtape and Fabulous's mixtape catalog. So there was a poll done on the rappers with the best mixtape discography. Uh, who do you think won that poll, sir? Of the best uh, mixtape, best mixtape discography of all time. I think it's Wayne, bro, because Wayne had a lot of great shit, bro. No seals, the fucking 
Trout series, yeah. Fuck it. Dedication series. Dedica- especially dedication, yeah. Uh, yeah, win one. He got to thirty-two point three. Bro, he has. He he had a lot of fucking hits, man. Yeah, he got thirty-two point three percent of the votes. Wayne was number one. Number two was Mac Miller, which I've haven't heard. I I have. I'm not a Mac. I'm not a huge Mac Miller fan. I'm a fan of him when he comes on songs and he's kill shit, but I I don't go and listen to his mixtape. I don't, I never heard his yeah. mixtape catalog like that. Which I guess we would be biased because we haven't heard it, so we would have really don't. Yeah, I don't know, but I don't I don't think that's a popular opinion to me. I don't think that's a popular opinion. Uh, Lloyd Banks is number three. 50 Cent and Gene is number four. J. Cole's number five. Features number six. Thug, seven. Currency's number eight. Currency needs to be higher to me. Uh, I will put Currency over Thug and Future, honestly. That's just my opinion. Uh, Big Crit's number nine. Logic's number ten. Uh, yeah, Fabulous is number twelve. Who else? Gucci, fifteen. I think Gucci should be higher. Uh, Jeezy, Dipset, Nicki, Lil B. Lil B, get the fuck out of here. Fuck out of here. This nigga said, yeah, okay. Joe Budden's on here, number 11. Yeah. Uh, a lot of people got votes, though. Uh, Drake got a vote, and Ross got a vote. But I think it's not even a question. It's Lil Wayne. It's Lil Wayne, people. It's, it's not even a question. You talk about the Drought 3. You talk about the Drought series. You talk, it's the series itself. The Drought series. Dedication series. Uh, what else? No Ceilings. No, I ain't like No Ceilings too like that. But No Ceilings 1, that was a fucking class. We was in high school when that shit came out. Everybody, bro, it's not even a question. Just the shit that Lil Wayne was saying, nobody has ever said the shit Lil Wayne was saying, dog. It's just I'm not still even go over people's head, bro. If somebody uh, younger, uh, younger generation probably was, is, somebody probably still go over their head, bro, about that because Wayne really had bars, bro. He actually really did. I don't know. Not I'm, just actual rap, bro. He could actually put shit, piece shit together. You would never think get of shit five minutes, five minutes fucking later, bro. Like, oh, shit. Yeah, way was that nigga doing that? Yeah, it's not even a question, dog. It's not even a question. Not a question at all. A lot of people were arguing about uh, fucking that whole fab shit. I, no, to me, no. I don't think it's a question. Nah. And I don't even I listen to that. Like I wouldn't even say that shit. No, it's, it's not a question, bro. Lil Wayne is the greatest mixtape rapper of all time. Lil Wayne is a top five rapper of all time, and Fabulous, yeah. Fabulous is not even top ten rapper of all time to me, in my opinion. He's not top ten rapper. I mean, that's not mattering in the mixtape catalog, but the mixtape yeah, is what took Wayne. Time. Yeah, the mixtape is what took Wayne to where he is right now, honestly. Yeah. In my opinion. Uh, last thing for music. Uh, the alleged killer of XXX Tentacion. He writes a letter seeking bond. He said he is scared of dying. Uh, Derek uh, Dedrick Williams is one of the four men being held without bond over the brutal, broad daylight execution of XXX Tentacion in front of a motorcycle dealership in, excuse me, Deerfield Beach, Florida, in June of 2018. Williams wrote an emotionally charged letter to Judge Michael Yusen, pleading to be released on bond until the pandemic blows over. I am sending you this letter to save my life, Dedrick Williams' letter begins. Recently, a deputy deputy at the Broward County Main Jail gave an inmate the coronavirus. This matter makes me afraid because my immune system is very weak, and here at the jail, they aren't testing anymore. I am asking to be given a bond so I can avoid catching the coronavirus, even if it's only to be out on bond and have house arrest until the disease blows over. Dedrick Williams wrote to uh, the judge, uh, Williams noted he has not been in trouble during the 24 months he has been incarcerated while awaiting trial for XXX and Tatiana's death. I didn't even know he was still on trial, bro. This is crazy. This shit was almost two years ago. Uh, and one of the really shit. Yeah, and one final ironic plea to the judge. He asked the judge to make a decision that could spare his life so his children won't be without a father. 
I ask this for a request uh, so my children won't be without a father and my mom without a son. Please and thank you, Judge, and I hope that you and your family are safe and well. <laughs> so, what do, you, so what do you think about this? This nigga's a clown, bro. What do you mean, bro? <sighs> yeah. So he's without a father. Nigga, he took his this ex all away from his son, bro. Yeah. Yeah. He took a uh, son away from his mother. Yeah. Yeah, that, 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 face, that is con- yeah, that is very bro. contradicting. Yeah, that is very contradicting. Yeah, fucking idiot. Bro. He can't. Yeah, it's it's hard. To, it's hard to really have remorse for something like that. And we talked about uh, Melly trying to get out of jail a couple times uh, the last couple weeks, but well, you know what? I I would take it back. What I said about Melly, we don't know yet for sure. But I'm 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 still kind of leaning toward that. But hey, I hear this guy, right? But we know that that this dude killed X. He's only oh, yeah, that's a fact. It. Yeah, that's a fact. Yeah. Okay, so I can't believe they let these niggas sit for two years before they fucking bro. <laughs> That's crazy, dog. <clears throat> it's been almost two years since this happened. Why isn't why is it? I don't know. I don't know. I don't understand the legal system sometimes, but it's justice system, bro. Yeah, that's how it works, doesn't it? Right? Yeah, I don't Man. understand that shit sometimes, but yeah, it is kind of. We paid for those two years, though. You said what? I said we paid for those two years, though. Oh yeah, that's true. I mean. It's, it's kind of hard to have remorse. Like I said with Melly shit, you can't really let these niggas out of jail when they're on trial for murder. I mean, it's different with the with the fucking 6 9 shit. Yeah, he snitched on everybody. He cooperated with, with the police. That's why he's out. I mean, bro, it is, it's, it's completely different. Like, it's yeah. completely different. I don't know who in their right man would think it's the same kind of issue. Yeah, it is Some people just don't be thinking, bro. Like, some people don't really think. They just open it. Just see other people being outraged about shit on social media. And they're like... They make the decision for themselves. I want to be outraged since old boy here is outraged. I want to be mad too. So let me agree with what everybody else is saying because I'm <laughs> I'm a fuck nigga. <laughs> I'm a fuck nigga. But yeah, it's it's kind of it's kind of hard to have remorse for this dude when he killed this dude in broad daylight. Yeah, he's contradicting himself with all the shit. Man. Yeah, like I and I was talking about it with Brandon the other day because pictures are coming out of X's son. Cause you know he didn't even get to see his son being born. Cause he, his girl was pregnant uh, while he, after he was killed. Well, at what? Yeah, was pregnant while before he was killed. So yeah, his son. He didn't even get to see his son. And it's just, it's just fucked up, man. It's really fucked up. So yeah, everything yeah, you're saying. People, we don't, you know, people want to look at it like, oh yeah, free this person, free that person. Like, think about why they're in jail. Yeah, y'all, you know, y'all want fucking was it take a out? Clearly, he he clearly killed that man. He's on the. You know, he killed that man, bro. Like, he killed one of the guys, and he was on, you know, he's on trial for killing one person when he's on the run, and then on, you know, got to get out of the trial for being an accessory for the other one, when his boys pulled the trigger, where he was clearly involved. What do you think about this and, dude asking, um, to even if it's on house arrest until the pandemic blows, up, blows over, then he goes Why? Back. Is X here? No, he's not. Exactly. So, no. <laughs> Jacob said exactly so no but he's saying that I mean put me on house arrest until the pandemic blows over then he can do whatever he want with me I don't give a fuck bro if he I don't, I don't care about any of that bro he's he is where he belong, he needs to be bro yeah he took another can't argue you, with that I, I don't want I don't really want to put it this way but imagine I'm not saying I'm not speaking specifically now keep that in mind P mm-hmm. imagine somebody taking somebody else t- taking a father away from their son I'm not sitting now. Keep in mind, I'm not saying it specifically, but I'm saying in general, somebody taking a parent away from their, their you know, their kid, yeah, and they can't raise them, bro. Happens every day. I can so, imagine. And 
you know, for him wanting to do that, he should have thought about that before he did that and he ran up on it. Instead of, you know, being jealous about what other people should, other people have, instead of instead of doing that, how about you work on yourself and do what you need to do? You said think before he did it? No, he wouldn't do that. Why would, why would we do that? Why would we think before we react? Yeah, I don't know. No. Come on. Why would we do that? That's just stupid. I wouldn't do that. I, I was going to read his letter, but that shit, I can't even read his handwriting like that. Well, we pretty much summed it up what he said. But yeah, that's all we got for music. Uh, rest in peace, XXXTentacion. I know his um, I know his fans are still hurting over that shit. Because that nigga has some really, really loyal fans that really connected to his music. Especially that first album he put out, that 17 shit. Because that shit was really deep. But yeah, man. Rest, rest in peace, XXXTentacion, man. Uh, I don't know what's going to happen with this gentleman. Can't really have remorse for him, like we said. Brandon made all the points that I would agree. I agree with everything you said. You can't make it. You can't make it. You have no remorse for this dude. He took this this guy away from his son, his family. So can't really say anything about that. Uh, but yeah, that's all we got for music. So uh, we are gonna move on to the what's trending segment. Hopefully somebody puts out a fucking album soon because I'm tired of not hearing no new music. I wanna. So hopefully somebody. Hopefully new music starts to come out soon. Um, yeah, for what's trending. So we'll start. With our uh, coronavirus news, and then we'll uh, end with the stuff that's not coronavirus related. Uh, so the first thing I have, when well, we talked about it last week, Georgia was opening up small businesses in certain places uh, on Friday the 24th, April 24th. So that has happened. And Georgia has recorded 635 new cases and 20 more deaths since businesses have reopened. So yeah, that is the result of that. Anybody that went and got a haircut on Friday, you niggas is crazy. My girl told me she went by... Uh, she went to go get some food the other day from somewhere, and uh, and then she uh, she shouldn't have been out. I'm contradicting myself, but she shouldn't have been out. But yeah, she she saw that niggas was in the barbershop and shit, and fucking line was around the corner, niggas in the nail salon and shit. I keep seeing pictures of people in the nail salons and shit like that, and hey man, you niggas gonna learn something one day. You niggas gonna learn. Uh, yeah, 635 new cases, 20 more deaths. I don't have the exact number of what Georgia's new cases are, the total cases, but yeah. Um, this is not a surprise. We talked about it last week. We, this is going to happen. This is going to keep happening. And, uh... Yeah. I mean, yeah, a lot of people going out now and doing, you know, traveling and all that kind of shit. So, I mean, like, it's not even over yet. And to be real, just like we we, we brought up in there, the media, not even just the media, but, you know, experts on, you know, the coronavirus, it's only going to get worse during the fall. So, I mean, just, I don't know, man. Did did they say that when the heat starts to come in the summertime is going to kill a lot of the virus? Didn't somebody? Yeah, say they, and they said there is studies behind that. They said the sunlight does kill a lot of the um, a lot of the bacteria, the virus, the virus. But but you know, still, you know, it's only light for X amount of hours of the day. Nobody's going to take it seriously until either they catch it or somebody in their family dies. That's when people are going to. That's when certain people start to take it seriously. It's, Nobody's gonna take it seriously until that happens. Everybody's just gonna do it before they want to do it. So, yeah, man. Uh, what's next? China reports no coronavirus-related deaths for the tenth straight day. Uh, says this might be a sign of hope for other countries. Uh, in the city of Wuhan is believed to be the epicenter of the COVID-19 outbreak, and they have reported no coronavirus-related deaths for its tenth straight day, according to. New York Post, excuse me. Despite no new deaths, a dozen new cases were reported uh, today, 11. Uh, this was last week. Uh, of which were brought from overseas. And one local transmission in the uh, northeastern province of, I can't say the name of the city. 
Holingjang on the Russian border. Health officials told the Associated Press. So, yeah, there are people still catching it, but they just announced that for the 10th straight day, they had no deaths, which is a good sign, I guess, for China. Um, so, I guess things are getting better. And they were the ones that had, did that whole, what, 78-day lockdown. And we keep saying it's that's what it's going to take for the shit to stop, honestly. So, I think that's good news that people are not dying. Because that's a lot. 10 days for the shit that they was going through, that's a lot. So, that's yeah. really good. So, yeah, uh, what else we got? Uh, the makers of Lysol issue a warning against using their disinfectant products for internal use following Donald Trump's recent comments about a possible treatment for coronavirus patients. For those that haven't seen, uh, they did a uh, task force briefing where uh, Donald Trump was on the stand talking to the country. And uh, he was just pretty much saying that, uh, what did he say? You saw what he said, right? About like, did you see what he said about the disinfectant shit? about yeah you could uh it it could be used to potentially treat and then um well, he was asking somebody off he was asking somebody off to decide if that would be like a possible treatment like injecting disinfectant and that guy's like, a fucking idiot bro. so yeah lysol um, i seen yeah i seen it yeah so lysol they issued out a statement uh pretty much telling people to not do this following the president's uh comments uh, says, as a global leader in the health and hygiene products, we must be clear that under no circumstance should our disinfectant products be administered into the human body through injection, ingest, ingestion, or any other route. As with all products, our disinfectants and hygiene products should only be used as intended and in line with the usage guidelines. This is really stupid. This is really crazy that they have to do you this. You know, people are actually calling up the makers and as well as the White House, I think, or something like that. Or their uh, state um, governments and asking a procedural um, stuff on how to do it. People are that dumb, bro. Oh yeah, this, this, I, I got another story right here. At least thirty New Yorkers reportedly ingested household cleaners since Donald Trump's controversial comments. Oh, uh, even though White House officials say Trump's suggestion of suggestion of injecting disinfectant as a possible way to treat coronavirus patients was taken out of context, that didn't stop at least thirty New Yorkers from allegedly doing what he said. The Poison Control Center, which is a sub-agency of the New York City's Health Department, managed a total of 30 cases of possible exposure to disinfectants between 9 p.m. Thursday and 3 p.m. Friday, according to a spokes uh, spokesperson. That was recorded within an 18-hour period following Trump's White House briefing. Uh, that's also reportedly an unusually high number for those type of calls. So yeah, people, and this was just in New York, so just imagine other parts of the country that people were probably actually doing this shit, bro. And they have a picture of like Clorox bleach and shit. Like I hope, I hope you niggas is really not drinking bleach, though. That's 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 ridiculous. That's ridiculous. You can die. That, that shit will kill you, that's, bro. That shit will kill you. You will die from drinking bleach. How do you people not know this? You will die. You can for die. Us, for us to to um like really be on this podcast telling you that you're gonna die by doing that. <laughs> go ahead and drink it, man. Because Darwinism is like for real, bro. Like, for real, man. If somebody has to tell you that this is dangerous to drink and you can't use your common sense that God gave you to understand that, then, yo, by all means, man, go ahead and partake. Yeah, that's crazy. Niggas, niggas are stupid. Look at my nigga Robin. Look at this nigga. Look at this nigga. That's my nigga. We gonna talk about that later. Uh, what we got next? Uh, I think this is the last one I got. Yes, yeah, last one. No, I got two more, and then uh, you can do your corona ones, and then we'll get to the ones that are corona related. Uh, deceased people. Uh, 
deceased people are receiving stimulus payments as many living Americans are still waiting. Uh, TMZ reports over 80 million Americans have received their stimulus payments so far with more payments to be paid out in the coming weeks. However, some of those payments sent out will never actually be received because they were paid to people who have passed away. If you recall, the first wave of stimulus payments were sent directly to those who filed tax returns in 2018 and 2019. But many of those people have since passed away and the government didn't realize it. Multiple reports of deceased people getting stimulus checks initially began earlier this month when surviving spouses of those with bank accounts still open proceeded to settle the estates of family members who have died. Despite the fact that these deaths were reported, apparently the IRS didn't check the death records before approving payments. That's crazy. He's giving money up, bro. Reportedly, this is because of the gaps in the payment process. Blah, blah, blah. So, yeah. That's great. What do you feel about that? I mean, money, money's going to go regardless, as we can see. And then, <laughs> as much as everybody hate to not kind of fail or fail to realize, money's going to go wherever they want it to go. So, I guess if a dead man need the money, then he need the money. Why would a dead man need the money? I was being sarcastic, oh. bro. Come on now. <laughs> this guy, keep up. I don't know. I'm just saying. Nigga, you the one sound bored, nigga. This nigga, this nigga sounds bored as fuck, guys. This nigga I'm not bored, not bro. Nigga. I'm just like, it's just amazing, bro. Like how, it's just amazing. Like how stupid. It's just amazing, bro. It's just amazing me. That's all it is. You're amazed at American stupidity? I'm amazed. Yeah, pretty much. To be quite honest. Wouldn't it be stupid to be amazed at American stupidity? Yeah, you know what? I'm at? I think I'm stupid too. To be honest, <laughs> that is a very valid point. Is there artist? That's a pretty valid point. This nigga's stupid. This is the last it thing I got, stupid. and then we can get we can get into your sh- uh, Corona shit. Uh, there was a house party in Chicago. Uh, it was on IG Live. I'm looking at a screenshot. There were at least twenty four thousand people viewing. It had 1,000 people in the house. Uh, the Chicago Police Department speaks out about viral video. What? Yeah, they had a house party. You know, with the whole pandemic coming on, they were going on. But they fit 1,000 people in a Chicago house? Yeah, they're, they're like all like, bro. When I say these niggas are on top of each other, bro, these niggas are on top of each other. Uh, but yeah, the Chicago uh, Police Department is uh, speaking out about this viral video about the house party. Uh, according to WGN News, the party reportedly took place on the west side of Chicago, and the amount of people captured in the video has caused concern amongst many people as the video is already being shared over 50,000 times. On Sunday, the Chicago Chicago, my bad, Chicago Police Department released a statement in response to the video. They said, we are aware of a video circulating on social media depicting a large house party inside of an alleged Chicago residence. While we cannot authenticate the nature or location of the gathering, we want to remind everyone of the social distancing requirements in place. CPD will disperse crowds in violation of social distancing requirements and if necessary, issue citations or as a last resort, enforce uh, arrest. Damn. Yeah, but yeah, that's, uh, we're going to see Chicago's numbers skyrocket for COVID-19 next week. I'm just, I'm not even trying to be negative, but that's just me being real. At least, if there's a thousand people in there with the numbers of the shit in the country, there's at least fucking 10, 15 people in that motherfucker that have the coronavirus, bro. Bro, you know what, you know what, I'm not even thinking about that part. I'm thinking about like, yo, you have a house party, they enforce these guidelines. You guys are giving the police, if say they came, uh pretty much a, a reason to do something to you and and if you're a black you know yeah, yeah. Black, I, I, I don't see nothing but black people in the picture huh 
I don't see nothing but black no, people in the picture. What I'm saying is you're giving them the opportunity to enforce shit against you. Why would you want to put yourself in that position? You know, you see how they're killing people out here. Why would you give them a position to even, despite, you put aside all the coronavirus stuff, put them in the position to to use that kind of force against you and have it justifiable in the media. Yeah. Why would you? Yeah, if, if you don't think about the coronavirus, think about that. No, because why, why, why would we think about that? No. I don't know, bro. That would just be too smart. So I guess that's probably why. Why would we I'm think about that? Idea. Come on. Why would, why would we do that? Why would we be smart, bro? With all the shit we talk about, why would people start to be smart nowadays? Come on, bro. Come on, bro. I think... I didn't know what, bro. I think you stupid, bro. Come on, man. I think it's you. I think it might be you, bro. I think it honestly might be you now, nigga. Might be me, man. All right, go ahead. Go ahead. I, you, it's your turn. Nah, that's it. That's all I have to what? what? That's all I got, partner. So you don't have an article? Oh, you meant an article. I thought you meant my input on that. No, no, no I got articles. All right, so... Or do your corona ones and then we'll the do the ones that are corona. Yeah, so I got, yeah. I got this first one here. Four men confined woman in her home to rob her of her stimulus check. That's not funny. <laughs> like this fucked up. I think I always laugh at yeah. fucked up shit. Yo, apparently so in uh, uh, Lake uh, Lake State. I don't know where the state this is in. Uh, uh, I don't know. Anyways, but uh, apparently four men broke into a woman's house and confined her there for four hours because they know for a fact she received her stimulus check. <laughs> so uh, let me see what's in there. Paul David Blankenship, Philip David Guzman, uh, Christopher William J. Henderson, and Jacob Bauman. Uh, they've uh, they've been arrested. So apparently they were charged with burglary and assault. Burglary with a deadly weapon, armed robbery, and criminal confinement. So apparently they broke into her house at... Um, she reported at 5.51. They, I think they broke in at 1.30 a.m. And they held her there. And um, they were they were trying to get her stimulus check because she knew, uh, you know, they know they knew her, uh, there she got that it. she had received it. So, yeah, I'm, I'm, you know, it's sad to say that they didn't get, you know, get away with all that, you know, 300 worth of dollars each. <laughs> How many niggas was it? Four. Four niggas? Damn. So they got the money. Nah, I'm saying, you know, I'm surprised that they didn't get their, you know, three hundred dollars. Hold up. So what happened? What they so they they got she called she contacted authorities after they left. Apparently, so apparently initially they probably got the money, but but then they got arrested. She had she she knew who they were. She knew who they were. <laughs> so they didn't have no mask on or nothing. They had no mask on, bro. So so let me get this straight. <laughs> Yo, this fucking shit on TV is funny. You know what? Just you know, go to the next one. Never mind. Never mind. Niggas are just stupid, though. Never mind. Niggas are just dumb. Niggas are just stupid, bro. That, they this... left her home after they got her money. And so she had a check or she had cash? She probably had cash. I mean, if... so. Do what? Dog. All right. What city What uh, city was this in? Please tell me this wasn't in Florida. Nah, this is not Florida. This was in unless. Unless fucking uh, Lake Station is in Florida, I can't. I can't see what state it's in. Not for this particular. Damn, that sounds like here. Florida, bro. Is it? It's four white man. Not that it really matters. It's four Caucasian guys. They don't look like they're Florida man. What does like a what does a Florida man look like? Man, you know a Florida man when you see Florida man. Bro. <laughs> 
right, remember that remember the article we talked about a couple weeks ago with the Tennessee the, those guys up in Tennessee that um they were um doing the hand sanitizer stuff. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So apparently they got they went to court to to settle the price gouging lawsuit and the fine. Mm-hmm. So they reached a settlement. I just want to update people on that. They reached a settlement uh, with the state attorney general. Apparently, so they're going to donate all of the the um all the sanitizer and all the supplies that they did, mm-hmm. all all that the supplies supplies that they bought, um, and they'll be let go. That's it. That's that's it. That's all they'll have. Oh, so so pretty much, they're just incurring the costs, incurring the the you know the in debt costs for purchasing all these goods and whatnot. But he said if they did that, then they're good. They don't have to worry about anything else. Oh, okay. Thanks for the update. Which, I mean, yeah, it's cool, but Damn. I mean, they did lose money, so hey, that's what they get, man. I just wanted to update people on that. Yeah, I want to update people that Carmen Electra is fine as fuck. God damn, she got some pretty ass teeth too, boy. Shit. Go ahead. What's your next one? Uh, okay. Hold on. This other one. So, uh, did you hear about this shit uh, in Las Vegas? The mayor, what the mayor has said. Hmm. <laughs> so apparently, she was just, uh, she was just like, um, she's pretty much against going, uh, going, uh, going against Las Vegas actually closing down because she's specifying, and I quote unquote, uh, Las Vegas. Is one of the cleanest. Hold on, let me put it word for word what she said. Hold on. Uh, uh, we would have never gotten to the point we are now as a center for entertainment, conventions, and sports, and everything else so positive without being clean. So she's basically basically saying that it's it's the cleanest place. It's clean because it's, it's on uh, entertainment of the world is everything is clean. Where all these casinos and stuff like that are, it's all clean. That's why she believes that we should, they should uh, open. And she also brought up the point that um, she doesn't. Scratching your nuts, nigga. Huh? You scratching your nuts? Yo. She also said (laughs) that she does not hold any responsibility for doing, uh, for keeping the city clean. She doesn't hold. she, She. That's not her job. So she's leaving it up to the business to decide on what to do for that. She said it, and I quote, unquote, that's their job. That's the, that's not the mayor's job. She's leaving it up to the boutiques and all these, uh, is she lying? She's not lying. Oh, I mean, if you're going to force the state open, if you're going to force this damn, you have to not incur all of the, the responsibility, but some of it. Oh yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. It's not all of it. Yeah. But I, I think she's just more so saying that if for them to actually go behind and clean the shit, that's that's their job to actually do it. Yeah. You know, to actually clean shit. Okay. What's her name? I don't get what she. Uh, I don't get what she's saying as far as like how. What, you know, what, what she, what's her name? What she's saying about. Uh, what is her name? Uh, Carolyn Goodman. Okay. It's Mayor. Mayor Carolyn Goodman. And it's the mayor of Las Vegas. It's the mayor of Las Las Vegas, bro. Hey, man. I don't, I don't get it, man. She's, she's saying Las Vegas is one of the cleanest places. In, in but how, how do, you, how do we know? We never been there, bro. How is Las <laughs> Vegas going to be the cleanest place? And just think about it from that kind of aspect. I, 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 I highly doubt. You'd be surprised. Las Vegas. The amount of casinos and all that kind of stuff that they have. Out there I mean, it's a dirty place as far as like 
like the actual word not like dirty like clean but like dirty it's, it's a lot of dirty stuff that goes on i'm talking about cleanliness i'm talking about that for something ability having the ability to spread and the amount of people that surely go into that kind of city for that kind of stuff yeah i mean i don't know i've never been there i don't know i, I would assume that i see what she's trying to say but you know like we talked about that shit last week too niggas don't People don't know how to explain themselves. People don't know how to articulate themselves, and then shit gets taken out of context sometimes. This might not be. This just sounds stupid. What she said, but I kind of see no, what she was trying she was to do. Because she was on actual on, on actual video with CNN. Yeah, people just shit. people don't know how to say the things they're trying to say, dog. And then they sound stupid, and then they think about it later, and they get backlash. It's like, oh, I didn't mean it like that. And then it's like, dog, we well, have to articulate yourself to where you can, you know, say it exactly how you mean it, so that way this doesn't happen. But yeah, that's stupid. But yeah, that's all you got. Uh, yeah, for I guess coronavirus related, yeah. All right. I see. I have a couple more, but not coronavirus. All right. Uh, I got one, two, three. I got five. They're not. They're not that long. Uh, first one, not corona related. Over three hundred Amazon warehouse workers plan nationwide protest to demand increase in coronavirus protection. Uh, NBC News reports Amazon warehouse workers nationwide are officially planning a mass callout this week uh, i think this was last week and i heard about this too um to bring attention to what they believe is a universal lack of protections for employees who continue to work amid the coronavirus outbreak according to estimates over 300 amazon workers across at least 50 u.s facilities have signed up to take part in the scheduled protest according to the united for respect uh, a workers right group uh, to participate in the protest amazon workers will call out of work uh, starting on april 22nd and continuing throughout the week the protest is said to take place across several days to accommodate workers who are scheduling to report to their shifts on different days and at various times. Amazon workers are demanding that the company immediately close down any facilities that report positive cases of coronavirus and provide testing uh, and two weeks pay for workers. During the and you know what? This is so funny because somebody tested positive at our warehouse, bro. And these niggas. Oh, yeah, I told you that. I told you that. Remember the statement I told you they put out? Yeah, you told me. Yeah, so, I mean. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I want to, I'm not even going to read it. I'm not going to read it. I'm not going to read it. I want to read what they put out. But yeah, um, I don't know, man. It's kind of weird because, I mean, it just all goes back to the the people, Jeff Bezos and the higher-ups at Amazon, they want their motherfucking packages delivered. That's the bottom line. They want their packages, they, they don't, they're not going to shut down. I thought, like, when this shit first started, I thought they was really going to, you know, try to maybe shut shit down. But no, the, the, that's just not happening. But the, the bottom line is, they want shit delivered to these niggas' front doors. And there's there's literally none of, nothing that anybody's going to do about it. Anybody that works for Amazon, any of these essential workers, USPS, anybody, UPS, FedEx, I don't think there's anything anybody could do about it. I mean, I think it's going to take more people doing stuff like this, like doing, like, protests. I think that'll be the start. But I don't know how effective it'll be unless niggas really love buff the fuck up and do it, honestly. But you, you can't only you could I mean you gotta feel you gotta feel what they saying. But do you understand like why they do it? Do you think they're wrong? The niggas are no. doing this. No, yeah, I think they're wrong. Who's wrong? The workers. Everybody's wrong. Who's exactly. wrong? Elaborate. No, I think that they need to either take the precautions to to put, keep them safe if they're really essential workers. Oh, I thought you were saying the workers are wrong. No, the workers aren't wrong there. That. They need to take the. I was playing around. The the precautions need to be taken to have people ensure that they're being safe. Yeah, that's what I think, man. That's like saying the people um, who are taking care of all the sick and stuff inside of the the hospitals and whatnot. You would want to ensure that they have safety 
yeah. you know, PPE and and oh, make PPE, sure that big word. It's not really. It's three letters. I'm joking. But, uh, but um, <laughs> I hate this guy. You want to ensure that they have all that equipment that they need, and you wouldn't want them getting sick because if they, you know, if they're sick, then there's less people. If one if person get sick, one person gets sick. Everybody gonna get sick. If one person tests positive at a warehouse, should that warehouse be shut down? To be honest, oh man, that's gonna be hard, bro. One I, nigga, I, I think one nigga tested so, positive in the NBA. One nigga tested positive in the NBA. They shut the whole NBA I down. I think so temporarily in order to see if there's. Uh, uh, I think temporarily needs to be shut down in order to see how far the case is extended. So yeah, I do. I agree. I agree. I and they didn't even do that. They don't even know who this person was in contact with, what they touched, exactly. and all that kind of stuff. And then they're, they so, may be touching packages inside that is going to five other different fucking people. And then that person delivering it may come in contact with the customer. So, yeah, that's just weird to me. But, yeah, man, uh, shout out to everybody in the Amazon family, bro, for real, man. I hope everybody's staying safe. And any of these, any of you guys, any of you essential workers, because I'm considered an essential worker, I just hope you all stay safe, man. Just stay positive, stay safe, clean the shit, clean your fucking area, clean what you drive and clean any, stay protected, bro. Stay protected as much as possible, man, for real, for real. Uh, next thing I got, Chipotle is to pay $25 million to settle federal food safety case. The restaurant was charged with two counts of violating the Federal Food, Drug, and Cosmetic Act by adulterating food while held for sale after shipment to inter- interstate commerce. If the shipment? Yeah, shipment. Uh, if the company complies with an uh, improved with an improved food safety program, it will avoid it will avoid conviction by the U.S. Department of Justice. Uh, yeah, I think that's it. Somebody said, where's my check? I got sick twice from Chipotle and will never eat it again. I really love them, too. I didn't give a fuck what you love. What does adulterating food mean? Did you look that up? Because I told you to look it up last week. Bitch, this is your article. What you mean? I told you about this, though, and we didn't know what that shit meant, nigga. Okay, Okay, Lola, I got it. I got it. Adulterated food. Adulteration is the legal term meaning that a food product fails to meet the legal standards. One form of adulteration is an addition of another su- substance to a food item in order to increase the quantity of the food item in raw form or prepared form, which may result in loss of actual quality of the food item. So, at, okay, that's, yeah, that's gross. That's gross. Yeah, so they're ordered to pay $25 million for doing this. So I will not be going to Chipotle for a while. I'll stick with my Popeyes. Yeah, uh, I won't be going to the Popeyes either, bro. Why not? What's wrong with Popeyes? Shut up, bitch. Why? Oh, I ain't going to no Popeyes. I ain't going to no Chipotle. I'm not doing that. And I like Chipotle. I really do like Chipotle. Yeah, I know. And, Trust me, but I'm, I'm not. I'm not gonna go. And I should have learned after after that because I, I actually kind of really did forget about that they, that they had. Especially in our area, we had like I think two or two stores that oh, had that yeah. issue with um yeah. with the you know with the contaminated food and stuff like that. So you know what? After any of this, man, still kept real, going. Nah, I'm good. You still kept going though. Shut your ass up. You still eating Popeyes? That, what, what has Popeyes come out? What happened? What, what happened with Popeyes? Nothing. Yeah, they did. No, they not, yeah. nigga. Yeah, nigga. Love they that with Popeyes, nigga. Uh, AMC theaters say they will not consider reopening until summer despite select states ending stay-at-home orders. Uh, I think uh, AMC went bankrupt. A lot. I think the company AMC, the company went bankrupt. Uh, but as reported by the Post. 
I, I might have that wrong if they went bankrupt, but I, I did I see like yeah, when, when the pandemic started, I think they went bankrupt. AMC Theaters, the largest movie theater chain in the United States, is holding off on reopening until at least the summer, despite the fact that certain states are reopening following the coronavirus outbreak. In a recent statement released by AMC, they explained its decision this way, as we plan our reopening, the health and safety of our guests and associates is our absolute highest priority to be able to open we also need a line of sight into a regular schedule of new theatrical blockbusters that get people truly excited about returning to their favorite movie theaters yeah that makes I mean, sense they want to put the safe no i mean yeah it makes sense that they want to put the safety first instead of you know the cost of fucking popcorn it's yeah. <laughs> that bullshit, bro i'll still be buying that shit though nigga you wrong bro because you have no choice bro <laughs> why not Tell what you maybe mean. if they decrease the shit a little bit Decrease it. They already make a lot of fucking money on the movies, so, bro. Do you do you do you buy food every time you go to the movies? You know, I mean, I'm, I'm not gonna be up in the fucking theater not eating nothing, no popcorn or anything like that. Of course, you're gonna buy something, bro. Would you say chan- the chances are likely more likely to for you to buy like that small popcorn or some shit? Would but, you say that that yeah. makes your movie theater experience better? Oh my god, I'm gonna swing at this nigga. Would you say that it makes it better? It doesn't make it better or worse. So why do you why do you eat it? Why are you such a bitch? I'm I'm why trying to ask you questions. Why why do you eat it if it doesn't make it better or worse? It does make it a little better. Oh okay, that's cool. That's what's up, man. But I see what they're saying. Though. I ain't really no good movies coming out, and pretty soon ain't gonna be no movie theaters, y'all. There ain't gonna be no movie theaters. There ain't gonna be no movie theaters pretty soon. Pretty soon, they're gonna start filming movies like these big actors and actresses like fucking Will Smith, Denzel, and everybody, Leonardo. They're gonna start making movies that are going straight to streaming services. That's gonna that is the future of movies. They're not gonna go to movie theaters no more. We're gonna have there's gonna be one big streaming platform that somebody makes where they go all the new movies go and you're gonna have to pay for it. Everyone, that's what's gonna happen. In my opinion. And that's nothing I read. That's just me speculating that that's probably what's going to happen. Uh, wow, look at the great seer for now. Wow. <laughs> uh, here we go. Stop being a bitch. Uh, Kim Jong-un reportedly in a vegetative state. Uh, people, is he dead? Let me see if he's dead. Is he dead yet? I don't want to say like that's fucked up. Um, uh, why wouldn't you? But all right. Cause I don't want to wish death on him. I don't, I don't know. He ain't done nothing to me. He ain't done nothing to me of my family. That's all I'm going to say. Uh, they said they do, uh, they report signs of life. I think that it, the report is incorrect that he's dead. Yeah, there's rumors going around that the, uh, the dictator of, uh, North Korea, that he died in a botched, uh, heart surgery. But I think that it hasn't been confirmed that he's dead or not. It's just rumors. I don't know why it takes we this just, long. We're just going to say that he's in a vegetative state. Yeah, this was like days ago. I don't know why it hasn't come out if he's dead or not yet. Because this was some days ago. And there's still there's still like no report. It's still unconfirmed if he's, if he's gone. Because they, they don't know. They don't know. It's North Korea, bro. They can't go in there and know for sure. Nobody's going to let them know that they're dictator of their country. Full of communism and shit like that. And so no. whatever. Is, is, is dead. They're not going to do that. Even if he was dead, they probably wouldn't. We probably wouldn't know for like another month or two maybe what, what is he would know at all what what all has he done because i i've seen his name i've seen him in pictures and you shit, mean like, besides threatening us with blowing us up with nukes <laughs> and killing his people and starving them? i, mean, I didn't, know, I didn't know that you're telling you're, now, you're telling me news i didn't know that well well you should know this bro why do i have to notice because just because it doesn't go on in the u.s that doesn't mean it doesn't threaten us what do you mean 
That's true, but there's nothing I can do about Just it. Just because so it, does, it goes on in another country doesn't mean it doesn't concern us. It's, you know, your fellow man is your fellow human. It doesn't, it doesn't matter. If people are you know, suffering somewhere out, out, you know, out there in the world, you should feel bad for them. It should, you know, help you. It should make you feel some type of way that people are going to do this kind of stuff. So everybody in America should feel a certain type of way about this dude. I'm not saying what they should feel. They should feel something, though. They shouldn't just be walking about it and be like, oh, okay, you know, you know, that's cool. Why should I care? That's that's why we're in this place and why we're like the, like we are right now, right? Because everybody's saying that. You can't tell people what to care about and what not to care about. I mean, you can. It's just it's impossible. It goes back to the whole impossible thing. You can't you can't do that. Well, you can be the first to help people understand why they should care. I was trying to think of a scenario, but I can't think of a good one. Yeah, like I'm gonna think about it after we get off. All right, this is the last one I got. Uh, University of Howard student who harassed roommate with bodily fluids gets special form of probation. This is my first time reading this article, y'all. I saw the headline and I thought it would be interesting to read. So if I read it, it is bullshit. I apologize. Uh, back in November, freshman college student Brianna Brochu was expelled from the University of Hartford for rubbing bodily fluids all over the personal belongings of her roommate, Chanel Jazzy Rowe. It seems like that's only the real punishment she'll get. On Monday, Brochu was given accelerated rehabilitation, a special form of probation that will make sure Brochu won't get a criminal record. Uh, Brochu has to perform 200 hours of community service. After the completion, the charges he faced, breach of peace and criminal mischief, will be thrown away after two years. Uh, she also can't contact her old roommate. It should also be noted that Roe was in attendance and she told the judge that she did not oppose uh, Brochu. Oh, the girl said that she didn't oppose her request for a special form of probation. The girl that the victim. Uh, Brochu will be forbidden from having contact with Roe and will uh, have to submit a mental health evaluation. Uh, she became infamous after writing an Instagram post where she admitted to doing uh, the attack on her roommate. She wrote, finally did it to you, to your girl, got rid of her roommate. After 11 and a half months of spitting in her coconut oil, putting moldy clamp dip in her lotions, clam dip in her lotions, rubbing used tampons on her backpack, Putting her toothbrush places where the sun doesn't shine, and so much more, I can finally say goodbye, Jamaican Barbie. So her roommate was a black girl. Jamaican girl. And that is fucked up, bro. She fucking rubbed used tampons on her backpack, bro. That, that girl was the bigger that girl was the bigger person. Yeah, because she said she didn't oppose the special. She, she, that, she was the bigger person for real. Yeah, shout out. You should be, shout out for yeah, Jay, that. That's our shout out segment. Good, yeah, good job, Brandon. Yeah. Uh, Chanel Jazzy Rowe, for real. No, for real. Shout out to you, for real. Chanel Jazzy Rowe, you are our shout out segment for today. Because, uh, yeah, you're definitely a big person on that one. Yeah. So, yeah, that's that's disgusting, dog. I would have beat that bitch ass. Sorry. I would have did it. Yes. That's gross, yeah. That would have been that bitch ass dog. What? Imagine you found out Cliff did that to you, bro. If he, like, was nutting on your backpack and shit. Imagine Cliff uh, nutting on your computer, like, on the part, like, that you type on. Like, imagine Cliff did that to you. I'm just thinking of some sick shit that nigga could do. Or, like, spit all on your fucking clothes. Like, spit, like, just on your toothbrush. And you think it's water from the previous day. That's gross. <laughs> All right, I'm done. Go ahead. No, that's it. We had to say it. It was disgusting. Like, for real. Bitch, I keep trying to tell you to do your articles. That's what I'm saying. Oh. 
I said I'm done. That's why I said I'm done. Uh, Tony Spell. You know who Tony Spell is? Yeah, the pastor from last week that we talked about. So apparently he got arrested. <laughs> yeah, he got arrested, bro. For assaulting a protester by hitting him with his van. <laughs> oh, shit. My nigga's tweaking, dog. So, so his wife went to go bail him out of jail, bro. And apparently she was flashing like a whole bunch of cash to the security cameras. <laughs> oh, that's the cash that the people gave. <laughs> Oh, and she yo. was smiling, bro. She was smiling. She was laughing. She was flashing all the cash, bro. For those that don't know, there was a there was a story that we told last week about Tony Spell. He's a pastor, I think, in Louisiana. He was asking like uh, people to donate their stimulus money to churches. So this is what happened after he got arrested and his wife was flashing money to security cameras and shit like that. So and that's the money that the people gave. And we were telling people, you know, just be smart with their money last week because. People need a lot of people need their stimulus money and don't listen to these mega churches because a lot of these mega churches are scams. That was pretty much the shit we were saying last week. But yeah, that's fucked up, dog. That's fucked up. Is, did he was he released on bond or is he still in jail? Yeah, he was. I think he was released on bond. Yeah, it was like uh, five thousand, five grand. Yeah. Yeah, they pay that easily. That's fucking. Uh, like they sure three did. or four people's checks. Maybe yeah, like three. People that, that that really support these evangelists, man. Y'all need to think twice, man. Yeah. Shit's crazy though. That's it. That's all Next you got? article. Mm. Oh, I have like three more. Um, let's <clears throat> talk about this one. This, these two are kind of fucked up. You know, let's talk about this one. This one is kind of. We actually might have a little bit of time to talk about this. Right. Mr. Rogers' co-star said the TV host told him to stay in the closets. It's about being gay. So, yeah. Franchise Clemens. Franchise. Franchise Clemens. Uh, he was known as Officer Clemens on Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood, said that the TV host uh, told him to stay in the closet, closet when he uh, came out as gay. He said, uh, Mr. Rogers apparently said, quote, unquote, Frank, you have talents and gifts that set you apart and above from the crowd. Uh, someone has informed us that you were seen at a local gay bar downtown. Now, I want you to know, Frank, that if you are gay, it doesn't matter to me at all. Whatever you say and do is fine with me, but if you're going to do that, be that on the show, and as an important member of the neighborhood, you can't, uh, you can't be out as gay. So a lot of people are getting backlash. Uh, a lot of people are giving um, Mr. Rogers backlash about that. And um, Clemens, the guy who you know came out as gay, said he was he was destroyed because of, you know Mr. Rogers said this and because he thought of him as a father figure and a mentor. So. He said, the man who was killing me also saved me, but he was my executioner and deliverer. deliverer. Damn. But he said he, he kind of, um, Rogers uh, suggests that Clemens marry a woman, tell him to hit, have it, have it off, you keep, keep that part out of the limelight. And a lot of people are, um, I guess, giving him uh, backlash as far as uh, Mr. Rogers. Yeah. So I want to know what you think about that. That's kind of fucked up that he said that. I mean, if you if you really don't care about him being gay, then it shouldn't matter. I think he was trying to say like, don't show that on the show, cause he don't. I, he, he of course he only just saying that cause he didn't want the show's ratings to go down and shit like that, cause people to be mad about it. But what year was that? Do you know? Did it say what year that was? Cause I mean, times was a lot different. That was in the nineties. Nah, bro. I think it was like, bro. Mr. Rogers was went on for a long time, bro. I think it was before the nineties, dog. Let me see. I think he said twenty five years. Hold on, let me see. Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood, it aired from, oh, shit. 
had to be 50, bro. 50 yeah, 60, I'm tripping, bro. though. I did not know that. It, the first episode that's aired in 1968. Said, oh, yeah, that's what he said, because given the time, I think that's why. So what I, what yeah, that's what I was going to say. Times is different. Times was way different back then about people coming out being gay. So times was a lot different. So to be honest... I kind of agree with what Mr. Rogers said to a point. Uh-oh. Now, you sure about that? I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. So, I feel like it really probably didn't matter to him because I, I feel not, like he gave him good advice because probably during that time, more so than this time. He probably would have got more now backlash. Come out. That stuff right now would cause probably more than a backlash. Yeah. Think about segregation was going on back then, a lot more prominent than now. If somebody were to come up with that, you probably there would probably be a lot of repercussions as far as I go. Not even just con- considering the show. Yeah. So he's saying, I felt like he was saying what I took from it is keep it out of save the, keep this out of the, the the spotlight for now. Yeah. I'm not saying you don't need to do that, but I think promote plus promoting that on television where you're interacting with children and stuff like that, people are not going to mess. They're not going to feel with that. Yeah. Yes, people should not judge you for that yes i would agree with that all right but he said that i feel like he he was kind of it's gonna ruin you man if you do it and a case in point i'm gonna make is with lil nas x because lil nas x didn't come out until gay until he was until the bottom end of of old time road till he's reached the top do you think he would have got the same amount of fame if he did this before i don't think he would so do this you, is kind of. Do you believe that he's gay? Situation. You believe he's gay? I, I mean, I believe he's gay. If he say he's gay, he's gay. I mean, that's what you think he is, bro. I mean. Yeah, I don't know. I, don't know. I, I didn't know Mr. Rogers was airing for that fucking long. I, this that's news to me. I had bro, no idea. He's been on for years. Yeah, bro. I had no that, idea about that. That shit went on for a long time. So, long. so you was watching that since you came out in the womb, nigga. You knew. Yeah, that. no. Yeah. That was a good show, man. That was a show, bro. But I don't agree with he, him. You know. Of course, I can't tell him not to take it personal about it, but I don't think that he meant anything any as, as far as any harm by doing it. I feel if more than anything, he was trying to protect him because during that time, I felt like he probably would have put a target on his back as well as he wouldn't be in a position where he wanted to be as far as if he completed the show as, you know, uh, you know, as a straight man or whatnot. Mm. He wouldn't, uh, I don't know how you, how you put it, it would be different circumstances if he came out as far as the show's dynamic and stuff like that because no one's going to want their child to learn this kind of stuff at a young age, especially during that time. If now, yeah, people are more open to it now, but during that time, I think it's gonna, I think it would cause a lot more backlash than you think it would yeah. given that time. So I don't, think, I don't think he deserves all that backlash he's giving. But yeah, I think more now. You, if you were to do, that, do some of that, do that now, I think a lot of people would be less inclined, but then again, we you can take that consideration with Lil Nas X into you know, that situation into consideration because yeah, he didn't come out till fully gay until after Old Time Road hit like number one for consecutive weeks, and he made his money. I doubt, man. I doubt. You know, I doubt it. People, you know, as many people would have listened to it if they yeah, known it was made by like an openly gay artist or something like that. And I personally don't have anything against gay people. I don't, but like, it's just just the stuff that I'm kind of no. thinking about. Yeah, I feel you. Is that all, sir? No. All right, That's go not. Go ahead. All right, I got one 12-year-old boy arrested in Richmond, VA for killing 
a 15-year-old boy and uh, that he was uh, friends with. So apparently he got charged with uh, first-degree murder, use of a firearm, and commission of a felony, position of a firearm by a juvenile. And apparently him and the 15-year-old, so the 15-year-old, they're, they're not using the 12-year-old's name. The 15-year-old was his friend, Nathaniel Blank, uh, Bankston. So apparently both of them were playing video games and eating pizza at a local convenience store just an hour before the shooting. So apparently, um, Bankston was shot in the head and took several rounds to other parts of his body by that 12-year-old. And due to the uh, I think um, some some people are saying that he's unlikely to be tried as an adult for getting shot those seven times, for shooting that person at seven times. He shot and killed this dude that he was eating pizza with and playing video games with an hour ago. Why? Do you believe that shit? I don't know. They don't. They haven't released a bonus. They haven't released. Where the fuck did he get a gun? I don't, I don't know, bro. This is VA, bro. I don't know. This crazy. I don't know the answers to these questions, bro. I, but this is crazy. It's just crazy that a twelve-year-old boy can just pick up a gun and just kill this dude, man. I'm pretty sure there's younger people pulling the trigger on a lot of things, but this is just crazy. Yeah. Considering that y'all had to be considered friends. And then you get shot seven, eight times, you know, yeah. an hour later, you know? Mm-hmm. That's fucked up. That's fucked up. The last thing I want to talk about is this bullshit right here, man. I'm tired of really talking about, but I want people to be aware. An Indian woman was allegedly gang raped in a school in a, uh, a desert state in Rajasthan where she was quarantined for a night. So apparently a woman was uh, hiding in a school, uh, well, quarantining in a school uh, for a night during a lockdown, and she was um, she was gang raped by three men, and yeah, she was. I don't think she was killed, but she was raped. So she was between forty and forty-five. In a statement, she was walking for several days between villages. She stopped in a school, and then she was uh, raped that night. So, yeah, I don't, I don't know. Uh, India's crazy. No, that's just, no comment. That's crazy, bro. No comment. No comment? I got, I don't have any right. comment on that. <laughs> I have no comment on that. All right, well, I guess we can move on then. All right, uh, what we got? Uh, the Let's Talk segment. We'll try to sum it up real quick. All right, so I saw this on uh, on Facebook. Uh, somebody posted this. It was an anonymous. I guess it was just an anonymous post from somebody. They didn't put their name or anything like that. Uh, they just put a situation, and we'll uh, discuss it real quick. It says, uh, I don't know if I'm being petty here, but I feel like I'm not. So my ex-husband remarried and has kids with his wife. She owns a business, and I found out that she makes almost $1 million a year. My ex works and gives me $900 a month in child support for our daughter, but I don't think that this is fair. I told him that it would be nice if he sent me more money for my daughter. He told me that his wife and his accounts are not his his accounts and his wife's accounts are not together. But honestly, I want to take him and his wife to court to get the max amount of money I can for my daughter. I work from home and my husband is in the army, but we are struggling. It would be nice to have additional income that my daughter deserves. What do you guys think? Sounds like somebody sent you this question, bro. No, that's, this was on Facebook. I just saw this on. Uh, Facebook. Sounds like you's a gold digger. Fuck, what you mean? Make yeah. more money. 
that ain't your money. You're getting the minimum amount of money that you're getting the amount of money that they regulated that you get for child support. Yeah. Why does he need to give you more if his wife makes more? Yeah. That's his wife's money. Yeah. Yeah, they're in a marriage. Not everybody in in marriage is put all their money together. Not all, not everybody mm-hmm. does that. Just because she has millions, you want to you think you're entitled to have more because she has millions? His wife? Bitch, you're stupid. <laughs> this nigga said bitches. I want to read people's comments on this. I gotta go back Fucking and find dumb, it. Bro. Yeah, I agree with everything you just said. I agree with everything you just said. That, has, that shit has literally nothing to do with you. Somebody says so. This is some straight up bullshit. So these people, damn, I need to look at this. We need to start reading some of these. I don't want to take their shit, but these people are so, like people just post like a lot of shit like that's on their mind. When the fuck was this? Yesterday at twelve twenty. I don't know what fucking day that was. Yeah, I agree with anything you said. That 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 money has nothing to do with her. I mean, you, I mean, if you were getting nine hundred dollars a month, I mean, that's I mean, that's not really a lot of money. But is this it? No, it's not really a lot of money. But that money has nothing to do with you. That's his wife's money. She makes nine hundred dollars, and then half of what she makes, so you can double that nine hundred. But then you know, if she's married too, her husband is making money as well. Yes, it may not be enough, but she's not entitled to ask anybody for more. She's doing what. He's doing what he he's legally obligated to at the end by the law. Yeah, I, f- I found it. I found it. I want to read people's comments. This this one is I'm looking at their comments and shares. This one has the most reaction out of any of their posts that they put up. I see posts with yeah. like <laughs> Trixie's stupid. I see posts with like 23 comments, 54 comments, 20 comments. That post has 3.6 thousand comments and 2,000 shares. I want to read some people. Girl, stop being petty. $900 is more than enough for one child. That is her money she works for. And Georgia law makes it to where they wouldn't be able to, they wouldn't even go by her account, especially if her name is not on them. I want to see somebody that says she's right. Ma'am has several seats. Okay, everybody's saying the same thing. Everybody's pretty much saying the same thing. Wait a minute, so you working from home, your husband is in the army, and you get $900 a month in child support each month? Yeah, her husband's in the army too, so I don't even understand how, he, how she's struggling. Cause I think pretty people I mean, in the army. Be, be. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. know. I don't know. Everybody's saying the same thing. That's good. That's good. I thought people was gonna say some stupid shit. Girl, that is not her child. She does not have to give you a motherfucking thing for your child. I'm pretty sure nine hundred dollars a month is more than enough for one child. Yeah, good job, Perla. Damn, Perla look good. Uh, I don't see nobody else say anything stupid. Yeah, I think the general consensus is this bitch is tripping, dog. That's the general consensus. I thought somebody would have said some other shit. I thought you was going to say the opposite, nigga. Why would I say the opposite? I, I'm joking, I'm joking, I'm joking. Damn, nigga, you got offended when I said that? If I really felt that way, would you be offended? If I thought you was nigga, that? you know, you should know me better than that to know that I wouldn't be, if, like, why would I say the opposite? You know me well enough to know that I wouldn't be. Yeah, everybody, damn, everybody want to be smart today. Well, five days ago, everybody saying the same thing. That's good. You're kidding, right? This has to be a joke. That's good. Everybody's saying the same thing. That's good. Everybody ain't being as stupid as we thought they were. But yeah, man, I just want to talk about that real quick. I thought if we would have got somebody's uh another fucking reaction from somebody, but it's all good. Uh, the fuck you said. We gave our shout out to that girl that handled that situation with that student, her roommate. We gave that shout out segment to that girl. We didn't even plan that to happen until we read the article. But uh, the fuck you segment. I want to give my fuck you segment to ESPN today. Uh, during the NFL draft, which I'll talk about a little bit in a minute, uh, as players were getting drafted, there were several, um, you know, as they put out the little get to know the players after they get drafted, uh, we have one, uh, player here. His name is, uh, T Higgins. He's a wide receiver for Clemson. Uh, he's pretty well known. Uh, 
They put his hometown, Oak Ridge, Tennessee. Okay, cool. He's from Oak Ridge. Cool. Finalist for 2016, Tennessee, Mr. Basketball. Oh, damn. He played basketball, too. Hell, offers from Louisville, Auburn, Tennessee. Damn. That's crazy. That's cool. Sister Kiki played basketball for Middle Tennessee State. Oh, look at Kiki. Kiki, do you play ball? Damn. Kiki doing her thing. The last one here. Mom Camilla fought drug addiction for 16 years. Why the fuck is that on here? Oh, y'all thought that was it? No, we got another player. Quintez Cephas. Uh, what they put? August 2018. Charged with... After this man was drafted. This goes on the screen. All the players are at home watching from home because you cannot... Nobody's at the draft. The players are seeing this after they get drafted. Quintez Cephas in, at um, Wisconsin. Charged with sexually assaulting two women suspended by team and expelled from Wisconsin. One year later... Found not guilty on all charges by jury reinstated by school. Why the fuck is this on there? Why is this on T? Why are they showing this on TV after these niggas are getting drafted? People don't like to see you shine, bro. That's why. Why are niggas? And Ryan, you fuck up, bro, because I'm fucking talking to Ryan through text. But I hope you hear this, nigga. You talking about you don't see no problem with this. Nigga, you're tripping, bro. I hope you joking. I hope you joking when you say that shit, bro, because I really hope you are, because that's stupid, dog. That's fucking stupid. This is stupid. ESPN gets my fuck you for today because this is just stupid. This is literally the happiest day of these niggas' lives. These niggas are being drafted. They're at home with their family. And y'all are putting this on TV. And I'm pretty sure these two niggas weren't the only one that got this type of treatment. I'm pretty sure this is more. Because the second nigga, this was like in the fucking fifth round. The first one, he was in the second round. The uh, second one, he was in the fifth round. So they're showing shit like this in the fifth round of the draft, bro. Why? That makes no sense. That makes no type of sense at all. So yeah, ESPN, damn, okay. ESPN's getting my fuck you segment for today. Y'all need y'all asses kicked, because that, that's just fucking stupid. And of course, the niggas was black. Two black niggas. Of course. Of course they were. But yeah, man, so ESPN gets my fuck you segment for today. And that is going to be our segue into the uh, sports segment. So uh, I guess I will start with the draft here. I mean, it's not really much to say. I mean, just the picks that happened. We knew Joe Burrow was going to be number one pick. I'll go through NFL news real quick, and then we'll do NBA news. And then, uh, this is probably going to be our longest episode, too. Uh, let's see here. Joe Burrow, number one. That wasn't, that wasn't, I think the first top three picks weren't even a question. Joe Burrow to Cincinnati, Chase Young to, uh, the Rams, not the Rams, the fucking Redskins, I'm tripping. Jeff Akuda, uh, cornerback went to the Lions. Tua went to the Dolphins. Uh, Falcons, we got a corner. Uh, nigga was getting burnt in his highlights. I don't know why the fuck we drafted this nigga. Uh, what else happened? I can't. I don't really see any other big names. You saw that clip of that nigga snatched the phone, right? Yeah, yeah, we talked about that. That shit was funny. About C. Lamb when he snatched that phone out the grill hand. Yeah, that shit was fucking funny. Uh, what else happened? Oh, uh, what's his name? Ba- my nigga, Baby Future, fucking Jalen Hurts. He went to uh the Eagles. I forgot which round he got drafted in. But I mean, the consensus. I mean, it's just the biggest names: Joe Burrow, Chase Young, Tua. Like I said, two went to Miami. Uh, Joe Burrow went to Cincinnati. Uh, Chase Young went to the Redskins. Uh, this was the most watched draft in history. This set a record. It had 55 million views for the three days that it was on television. That's just my, that's only because everybody's at home. It's the only reason why. I mean, that's what I'm assuming. It probably has to be the only reason why because everybody is at home. It was just weird watching it. Everybody getting dressed. That, this shit is just so weird, man. The fucking coronavirus fucked a lot of shit up because that shit was just really weird watching that shit. Just niggas being at home and it's just, it just wasn't the same, but ESPN got they fucking ratings even though they fucking did that bullshit I just read. Uh, Randy Moss's son didn't go drafted. That was a surprise. 
Uh, he plays tight end at LSU. He didn't get drafted, but I did see that uh, he signed with the Washington Red Washington Redskins as an undrafted free agent. So that's a little weird because he should have been picked in the draft because he was pretty good, even though he had probably the best quarterback in the fucking country throwing the ball to him. That nigga was still good. Uh, but yeah, man, that was really it on the draft. Really wasn't much else to talk about with the draft. Shit was weird. Had to set had to set a record for the most views. Uh, everybody got drafted for the top. Five top three niggas got drafted. What we knew is that they was gonna get drafted too. Uh, Lamar Jackson is gonna be on the cover of Madden 21. He said he's not worried about the Madden curse because Patrick Mahomes was on it last year and he just won the Super Bowl. So yeah, my nigga Lamar, he is gonna be on Madden 21. He announced that. Uh, what else happened? Jameis Winston, he's going to the Saints. He was the former quarterback for the Buccaneers, but of course they got Tom Brady, so that nigga is out of there. And uh, he said he was looking at a deal with the Pittsburgh Steelers, an uh, actual more lucrative deal, but he wanted to learn from Drew Brees and Sean Payton, so he chose to go as a backup to the Saints. And they already have a backup quarterback, too, so they got two backups. And uh, Rob Gronkowski, he got traded to the Buccaneers, so Tom Brady gets his longtime tight end, uh, Gronkowski, to the Bucks, and now the Bucks are probably going to win our fucking division because these niggas are stacked. And, and um, ain't nothing nobody can do about it, honestly. I don't even know why they traded this nigga over there, but yeah, apparently somebody said y'all cheating, cheating. But yeah, so uh, Tom Brady got his uh, tight end for a seventh round pick and a fourth round pick. Uh, NBA news, the NBA is starting on uh, May 1st. They are allowing teams to open their practice facilities to players in cities and states where local governments have eased stay-at-home orders. This nigga Ryan texted me. This nigga told me he just woke up. But yeah, so uh, I don't know. I think the NBA is not coming back. I don't. I don't see it coming back. I think that's a dub. But they they are opening facilities starting on May first uh, in cities where stay at home orders are eased down. So we'll see what happens with that. But I think it's a dub for the season. I don't think the season. I would hope that it is. I hope I'm wrong. But I just think it's just better for everybody to be safe and then they just not risk anything. And uh, what I got? Uh, that's really it. NBA. Aaron Gordon put out a diss track to D Wade. You see that, Brandon? The nigga that lost the dunk contest? He put out a diss track to D-Wade. Because D-Wade put the whole... I don't know if you remember when he... That fucking score yeah, thing. Yeah. Oh, you, oh, you heard it? Yeah. You heard the song? No, I didn't hear the song. Oh, I didn't, no, I didn't hear it. That yeah, it's, it's apparently called 9 out of 10. Because D-Wade gave him a 9 <laughs> out of a 10. I hope, I hope he rapped over Drake's 8 out of 10 beat. I didn't hear the song, but I hope that he rapped over that beat. Because that would have been perfect and for the title. Yeah, he made a diss track, D-Wade. Come on, we talking about a nigga with three wings to a nigga that hasn't even been to the playoffs. So, that's all I'm going to say about that. Uh, I have a question here. This is by the Chicago Bulls Twitter. If you were offered $5 million to score against Michael Jordan one-on-one, you're given 10 chances. Michael Jordan is in his prime. If you fail, you will never be able to hear music ever again. Would you do it? How much should we get? Five million dollars, one on one. You're given ten chances to score against Michael Jordan in his prime. If you lose, you will never hear music again. If you get one, at least one basket. Uh, yeah. If you get at least one basket, you get five million dollars. Uh, yeah, I'm trying that shit. But you'll never hear music again. Don't you love music? Uh, I like five million dollars more than I can. <laughs> do you think you? Do you think? I think I'll be able to score because I think I can. I'm not gonna be able to probably. I think I can get at least one. That nigga is gonna block the shit out of your shit, nigga. Shut the nah, fuck bro. up. I'm gonna kick him in the nuts or something, bro. That's a foul. You better lose. I don't care, bro. There's no calls in this game. <laughs> I think I would get one basket because I think I'll just take like a three from somewhere and I'll be able to hit at least one. 
But as far as like driving on this nigga, now if they say that you can't do no jump shots, then no, I'm not doing it. If you can't do no jump shots, you gotta no, that's that's not happening. But if I could do jump shots, yeah, I'll do it for five million. Hell yeah, I'll take that chance. But yeah, uh, and what else happened? Michael Jordan says he will donate his entire share of the proceeds from the Last Dance to charity that would reach at least three to four million dollars. So yeah, Michael Jordan is donating those proceeds to charity. So yeah, shout out Michael Jordan. And then the last thing uh, I'm gonna talk about. Uh, the Last Dance episodes three and four real quick because uh, I didn't really get to talk about the other two episodes last week. Even though we we already on an hour half, but it's all good. We, we only got the Q and A segment left, and uh, that question, the Q and A question, is pretty it's a pretty straightforward question, so it ain't too hard. Oh yeah, all right. Yeah, yeah, you already know. But uh, see, so yeah, Last Dance episode three and four yesterday. What did we learn? Uh, I learned that uh, Dennis Marvin had a really Dennis Robin had a really. Uh, I like how they're highlighting everybody. They're not just highlighting Michael Jordan. Like they're going like around like. Episodes one and two was Scotty and Mike, and now to, uh, last night they did Phil Jackson. I learned a lot of shit about Phil Jackson. That nigga's a fucking, that nigga coached in Puerto Rico. I didn't know that. Niggas was fucking doing crazy shit out there while he was coaching. Uh, but I learned Dennis Rodman, like, that nigga had a real commitment to, like, learning, like, how to rebound. Because he was talking about, like, like he had, a, he had to, like, learn that he was, like, really, that that was his biggest strength, like, rebounding. Like, he was saying that he had niggas that he knew just in the gym. He said, like at three or four in the morning, they would just he would just tell them niggas just to shoot the ball, and he would go and try to rebound and figure out like how the ball would spin with certain players that where he can get in his position to rebound the ball. Like he he really showed he had a, a strong commitment, and that nigga showed that he can fuck a lot of bitches too. Cause that nigga had Vivica Fives, Carmen Electra, fucking Madonna. That nigga was fucking hoes, boy. That nigga was getting hoes. But uh, no, nah, in all seriousness, in all seriousness, Dennis, Dennis Rodman, he was that nigga dog, and he was saying that he don't think that the Bulls would have won those championships without him. He already had championships with the Pistons before he went to the Bulls, but he said he doesn't think that um that my uh MJ and Scotty did what he did, which is true. They didn't play well. Scotty played defense really well, but they didn't rebound like he rebounded. And just a little bit of his story about where he came from and shit, I thought it was pretty interesting because he was living on the streets for like two years. And then he just went to college and just, he was just like, luckily I picked up a basketball and started playing. And nigga shined in college and fucking got drafted to the NBA, which is fucking crazy. And uh, I think uh, one part, Michael was talking about how Dennis Rodman fucked up in a game. And I was just thinking about just like how niggas like apologize to each other. Because he said that Dennis Rodman knocked on his hotel room door and he said Dennis Robin never comes to his hotel because he fucked up in the game bad and he asked him if he had a cigar and they both said in two different locations Michael said that he knew just by him doing that that he was apologizing and Dennis Robin said the same exact thing and I was just thinking like niggas that's really how we apologize bro like dumb shit like that like knock on your hotel room door when we don't even go to your hotel and just to say you got a cigar like just think about all the times that me and you got into it bro we don't really be like, bro, I'm sorry, bro. We never do that. Niggas just don't do that. You feel what I'm saying? Nah. This nigga right here. Nigga. I'm being serious. This nigga. Do I like, don't even, sorry. He said, gang. <laughs> he said you a gang. Shut the fuck up. But no, I just go, I, I really like, just think about that. Niggas don't apologize. Like, we get over shit faster than females get over shit. Like, female you gotta say, bitch, I'm sorry. I'm like, you the day you die. Yeah. You said what now? Say that again? A female will Die. Yeah, yeah, they'll hold that shit against you today, you dog. But yeah, yeah, it, it, they just said a lot. But yeah, Dennis Robin, he was that nigga, dog. I thought it was interesting that the Bulls started that 97, 98 season. They started 8 and 7. And they haven't showed, I mean, they're going to go through that whole season when they, they of course, they won the championship in that season. But they started 8 and 7 that fucking year. And they were showing how uh, 
fucking the Jordan rules, the Detroit Pistons. For those that don't know, the Detroit Pistons was fucking beating Michael Jordan ass. That's another reason why Michael Jordan is the greatest player of all time because they had specific rules for this. For those that don't know, I knew this before the documentary, but they had Jordan rules that where if when this nigga goes up in the paint, knock his fucking ass down. And this nigga, they were showing clips of this nigga getting his ass. Yo, they was fucking this nigga Mike up. And a lot of niggas on the Bulls were even saying, like, we don't even know how this nigga was just withstanding all that shit and still playing. And they and he had to he had to overcome them niggas for two years because they Detroit they won a championship in eighty nine and ninety and he had to, he lost to them niggas and that just goes it's always one fucking team that a nigga has to get past for fucking every decade it's one LeBron it was the Celtics it's always one fucking team the niggas got to get past and for Michael Jordan it was the fucking Pistons but they was fucking that nigga up dog and Dennis Rodman played for the Pistons of course before um he went to the Bulls so he was talking about like the Jordan rules like they was fucking all these niggas up. Like, the Pistons were some dogs. Like, they were fucking niggas up. Niggas in today's NBA would not last. And that's the difference that a lot of niggas don't understand. Like, of course, LeBron is big as fuck. But I really want to see how LeBron would stand in those times. I think he would be okay just because of his size. But... <laughs> this nigga's stupid. I'm like, yeah, what? Nigga, I thought something was happening to you. <laughs> I think I, I just start you just start screaming out of nowhere. I thought something happened to you. Nigga, you should have seen how I looked at the phone. But uh, but yeah, man, I want to see how that nigga would have lasted in, in that in that game. And then uh, the last thing, this nigga Dennis Rodman asked to take a vacation in the middle of the season, and they let this nigga do it. <laughs> this nigga went to Phil Jackson and said, "Coach, I need a vacation." And then Coach Phil Jackson went to Michael and told Michael Jordan, "Dennis Rodman says he needs a vacation. He wants to go to Vegas." And he was asking how many days he could he can go how many days you want Dennis and he was like nigga you can take he's like coach however long I can get I, I'll get it and so they had an agreement for forty eight hours in Las Vegas and Michael Jordan said coach Michael Jordan said coach do not let this nigga go to Vegas he will not come back he's not coming back and they put a countdown. It went to commercial, and they put a countdown that said Dennis Rodman in Vegas. And then this shit went to 24, then it went to 30, then it went to 48, then it went to 50, 60. This, this shit just kept going up. This nigga was just chilling. They were showing fucking videos and shit. He didn't come back. Michael Jordan had to go get this nigga from the hotel room. Knocked, and then they were interviewing Carmen Electra because she was fucking with him. Knocked on the door. Carmen Electra said she, uh, Michael Jordan knocked on the door. He, she come in the, ho- he come in the hotel room. Uh, Dennis, we got to go, bro. Come on, bro. Come on, let's go, dog. She said she had to cover up the the pillow because she was embarrassed. She didn't want a nigga to see him. He was like, I ain't going to say what this nigga had in his bed. I'm not going to say what he had in his room. I'm not going to say none of that, but I had to go get this nigga. And he came back. And he played the rest of the season. Bro, that is nut shit right here, boy. That's fucking nuts. They let this nigga go on vacation in the middle of the season, dog, and he came back and played the rest of the year. That's fucking nuts, bro. I am not going to lie, bro. Yeah. Dennis Rodman, that nigga was special. But he that he really showed his commitment to like rebounding and playing defense. Like they were showing his defensive highlights and rebounding. That nigga was a dog. Then there was a couple people saying like they was that was the best defensive player they ever seen, like ever. Like that nigga was a dog, like for real, for real. Like Dennis Rodman was a dog, so yeah. yeah it's getting good, man. It's getting good. So episodes uh five and six are next Sunday. Again, uh for those that don't know, on ESPN. They show the unedited version on ESPN and uh the edited version on ESPN too. Where they cuss on ESPN and shit like that at nine o'clock every Sunday. So yeah, man. See, so yeah, it's getting good, man. It's getting good. I'm learning some new shit. It's good to see. It's good to see all this shit. So yeah, man. So that's all we got for sports, man. And we are gonna get into the Q and A segment, and then we are gonna close out after that. It's a long one, bro. 
This a long one, boy. But yeah, it's all good. Hold on, my girl texted me. Not really. <laughs> I, she said how much longer. I said like thirty minutes. She said, "Bruh, come on, bro. I dab, nigga. What's up, nigga? What up, bro? You ready to read the Q and A second? Go ahead, read it. Cause I always. Oh, I read it. Yeah, it probably sound better. But you can't read. Uh, Q&A for this week. For those that don't know, we have a Q&A segment that we do. We actually posted this question on our Instagram. Uh, we asked this lady if we could uh, actually post a question. We didn't just do it without her permission. But for those that have any questions for our Q&A segment, you're going to send those to askinsensitivepod at gmail.com. No I in insensitive. Just the N without the I, my nigga. Go ahead and send those questions out to us. We appreciate everybody that has sent those questions to us already. Uh, the question for today is, it's a very short and simple question. It says, do you guys think that chivalry is dead? Chivalry. Why aren't men gentlemen anymore? Seems like more men are assholes, liars, and cheaters than real men nowadays. So let's look up the definition of chivalry. For those that don't know what chivalry is, because they're probably dumb motherfuckers that don't fucking know. <laughs> the medieval knightly system with religious... No, that's that I'm joking. Uh, what the fuck? The combination of why are they talking about knights, bro? That's where it came from. The word, bro. I need the chivalry. Just type in gentleman when you say that. Put that word in. The definition of chivalry: having the qualities of chivalry as courage, courtesy, and loyalty, considerate and courteous to women. Gallant, gracious, and honorable towards an enemy. Oh, well, that's a whole bunch of different definitions. I get, the definition we're talking about is considerate and courteous to women. You know, holding the door open for the for your woman and holding the fucking car door. This nigga always eating, boy. Holding the car door open, open, all that type of shit. So, what was the question? Is chivalry dead, in your opinion, Mr. DeJoy? Uh, no. You don't think it's dead? Why don't you think it's dead? Uh, it's just not. Why not? Because they still got good guys out there. That's still do that stuff. Oh. So how's it dead? Oh, like no. you, uh, you, just like... because you're biased toward how one person or a set of men have treated you, don't have bias to everybody else to think that they're you know. The well, same. she didn't say that. She's just asking, do we? But think she's saying all men. She seems. Like oh all yeah, it seems like all men. So, like men are more assholes. And like... cheaters more than men, real men nowadays. You just have to find go through all these people and find the right one. That's just how it is. Are you a gentleman to like... your lady still? Dame me examples of how. Tell the people how, so they can so they can take so they can soak in game from you know a good man like you. It's pretty much like whenever you guys have problems, like just just leave the room, keep them in space. Just leave the room. Don't come That's back. That's not for a chivalry. Days. Don't come back for a couple of days. You know, go talk to other girls. Um, and then uh, that's one example. Um, That's not chivalry. If you're talking to one girl, make sure you talk to two others just so in case that one main girl act up. What? Yeah, yo, relax. <laughs> relax. Oh, relax. Nah. Sure, I think it's like to find us. Like, you're doing a lot of stuff that you go out the way. Not go out the way, but stuff to kind of brighten it up a little bit. Like, it's more manners than anything. Opening the door for them. Talk to them about, you know, how their day went and all that kind of stuff. It's just meant about being... The definition of more so being a man, taking responsibility for a lot of things, doing uh, it's doing it's majority of it is doing small things to make them feel special. Walking on the outside of the curb, yeah. opening doors, all that kind a of stuff. A lot of niggas stuff. don't know about that curb shit. A lot of niggas do not know that, dog, which is crazy to me, but a lot of niggas do not know that. But And I think it's just common. It's not even 
in my mind at least, when I'm go- when I'm walking in somewhere with my girl, I just automatically I'm not walking in the door first. It's just not happening. It's just in. It's just something. It's not even me thinking about being a gentleman. That's just I'm just gonna open the door. That's with anybody. It's basically putting your woman first, or more than more than your needs. So that means opening the door for her, pulling out the chair, uh, getting the car and pulling it around, opening the door for her, doing all these. Getting small the car, things pulling it around. Oh man, you taking a little too far, man. I don't know if I do all that. Okay. But no, I was gonna say um that I, I even do that. When I'm just walking into like a store, and if somebody, if I see, if I see a dude behind me, I'll open the door for the nigga. Like, go ahead, bro. Or another girl. It don't even have to be my girl. I just open the door for people. If somebody's close to me, I'll hold the door open for them. That's just me as a person. I just do that. Unless they like fifty feet away, I'm not holding the door open for them. I'll let that shit close. I'll look back like, are you gonna run so I can hold up before you real quick? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I'll, I'll do that. Yeah. But <laughs> it's, like, that, that's just in my mind. You said what? Are you gonna run, bitch? Yeah, but that's just in my mind. Like, I if I'm walking in with my girl, I'm just gonna automatically open the door for her. I don't really, I don't do that holding the door open, the car door. I don't, I don't really do that no more. I'm not gonna lie. I used to do that in my last relationship, which is kind of fucked up. But I was being, I was in love, you know, like stupid, like stupid, like stupid, stupid <laughs> in love for the wrong reasons. But I don't, I don't do that more. Am I fucked up? I think, I think she, she wanted to go deeper with this question, bro. I'm gonna be real, bro. Cause she went from chivalry, bro, to liars, assholes, and cheaters. So I think that she's just generally frustrated with men. Yeah. To be real, and I'm gonna say that it's not all men that act like that. Keep that in mind. There are good men still left out there. You just have to really pick and choose of who you choose to get, you know, close to you. You have to have some. You can't have like the highest standards, but you have to be reasonable with as far as your choices go. Yeah. So I feel like she's she's she wants to know more about about that there's there's plenty of men that will probably know about these unspoken rules and stuff like that so as far as chivalry goes but there and there's plenty of gentlemen out there but you have to go through the reins and that or find them it's not gonna just be dropped at your doorstep there's people out there though a lot of niggas is dickheads towards girls and they treat women like shit and that goes to back to how some niggas was raised without respect towards women and shit like that because there's a lot just of niggas. A, you have to know what you want if you know that if you meet somebody, you can automatically pick up how how they are when they're around other people. You observe how they are when they talk to other people, talk to their friends, talk to their family, how they conduct themselves in school or something like that or work. Yeah. Or maybe go out that first time and see how they kind of, you know, you got to know somebody a little bit before you kind of make that move and start dating or yeah. make that kind of move. You, you should know a little bit about them, have some sort of exposure so you know how they kind of are. Dave Chappelle said chivalry is dead and women killed it on uh, his old stand-up uh, Killing Him Softly. I mean, we're not going to we're not gonna go ahead and play the blame game because we could be doing that all day when you think about it. Yeah. But we could, right? I mean, I think same, I think what Dave meant by that was, especially now, because if he, because the times, I think that shit came out like 01. And we're talking about now, 2020, how women like are on social media showing ass like it's. I could not that I could not that I'm saying that I could understand why a lot of niggas don't respect these women, but I can't blame them for a lot of the shit that these women are doing on social media. Fucking swallowing a pickle, acting like it's a dick, fucking pouring milk all on their fucking titties and just splashing their titties all over the place. It's just like it's just hard to just really like. Not all women would just respect well, some women. Not all women do it, right? Not all women do it, right? About that. So that that's your point. I understand that's what your point, but. Yeah, I could understand that 
And everybody, like, like we talk about it all the time, everybody cheating on each other, bro. So it's, it's like the day that not everybody, not everybody is, but most people are. Everybody's this fucking shit is fucked up, dog. Shit is fucked up out here, bro. And I also tell you that a lot of some people aren't. So it's like you said, there's some people aren't. Some people, there are a lot of there's people who are faithful. Some but I think now more than ever, it's happening. Now more than ever. That, but don't I don't want her to get the idea that. Just because that's happening, that doesn't mean that there's good guys out there. There are plenty of good guys left still. You just have to be picky about who you choose, just like there's females. Yeah. Yeah, I guess. I do I think chivalry is dead? You said you said no, right? I don't think it's dead. I think it's not dead, but it's just rare. But you can find somebody that that still upholds all values. So I'm not gonna say it's dead. I still do those things. Well, the thing about that is, of course not. Of course, you, I don't think you can use that definition when you say chivalry is dead. Of course, there are some people. I think when people say chivalry is dead, is the the majority of niggas aren't gentlemen. Well, then that goes back to should you be even messing with them then? So they should. If be- that's what you expect, and if you want somebody, a man, to, to oh, okay. do these things for you, then guess what? You have to set your part, set yourself with those standards, and if you don't find them minimum in a man, then that person right there off the jump is not for you. Would if, Would you think that a girl is doing too much if you go on a date with her and she like and she's like, "What are you doing? Are you gonna open the door? Like, what are you doing? Are you gonna do this? Like, why are you doing? Why do I didn't pull the car out? Like, would you if you're be like, demanding Damn. it? Yeah, if you're demanding it. If it's if it's to the point that you have to demand for every single thing." You know, then it's kind of an issue because there's a difference between being chivalrous and that's a word. Feel, being feeling in, in, entitled. Okay. But if there, but if it goes back to if if a woman expects that from a man, should she not do that? If she what? If she like if you said like what you just said before, you said there's women that expect that from certain guys, and then you should look for that guy. If if a woman is like that, then shouldn't she do that? Shouldn't she? <laughs> If he doesn't, she should, yeah, I mean, she should, but she doesn't. That doesn't mean that you go out there and demand it. You sit back there and you observe. You don't demand it. If the person doesn't do it, okay, fine. Maybe they didn't do it that one time. I'm not saying I do it every time, yeah. and you don't do it every time. Yeah, I don't. I don't. I don't. So, real, I don't. So what? 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 I'm kind of getting at is you sit there and you kind of observe. You take it slow and you observe. That's why it's important to know somebody before you really get involved too much. Yeah. So you want to be able to sit there and observe you, you, by you demanding, oh, do this. Oh, do that. That's not something you shouldn't have to tell a man to do it. He'll do it. Granted, not every single time, because not everybody, everybody is thinking about other stuff, you know, the majority of the time too. But if, yeah, you know, if a good deal about of the time, them draws. if a good deal of the time he's, you know, um, you know, exemplifying you know chivalry ways, whatever you know, then you're fine. But to be to say to go out there and say, oh, I have to demand this from him, and why are you not opening the door? If he's not opening it, then just give it a chance. Don't don't demand it. That's not. That's definitely a hundred percent not the way to do it. I think that should the the definition I'm thinking that people say when they say chivalry is dead. I think I think it's true. I think the majority of men. Don't do that. A lot and a lot of niggas don't even know. Like I said, a lot of niggas don't even think about that fucking curbside shit. That's just my opinion. I think it's it. Do you when you go on your first date? Do you? Be, 
all the first date that you've gone yeah, on? Yeah, I, I definitely, I definitely, definitely keep that in mind in the first date. More than anything. No, that's, be, that's not what I was going to say. First date sets the precedence for everything else. That's not what I was going to say, sir. I was going to say, do you be thinking about getting them draws on the first date? Nigga, you're cutting out, nigga. I said, do you be thinking about getting them draws on the first date? Uh, not on the first date. You're a fucking liar. If she give it up on the first date, she's a hoe for sure. You wouldn't take it on the first date if she looked good? Nigga, leave me alone, bro. Come on, we're trying to answer the question. <laughs> I'm, we're done now. What you mean? It's over. No, we're not. We're done. That's it. We finna hit two hours. Bro. We're definitely done, nigga. We finna hit two hours. We done. <laughs> Damn, bro. How the fuck are we gonna talk for two hours? I don't know. That's what, that's what happens when you talk to your homie. Conversation just naturally flows. So, you know, this you nigga's a liar. He be thinking about He be thinking about this shit on the front. You hear that? What? No, no. All right, but yeah, what? You think about getting them jaws on the first date, nigga. Stop lying. What my bro? You have to so so you can't think about having sex with a girl that you want to date with because you're like oh I like this girl you know she's something she's someone I would have sex with that's not right to think. I didn't say that you put words in my mouth. Bro. <laughs> all right, so that's all we got for the Q and A segment, y'all. Um, like I said, if you have any questions that you want to send us, send those to askinsensitivepod at gmail No I and insensitive. We will not be reading you guys' names. And that was a female, by the way. Of course, I mean we said that, but we usually just say the gender. But yeah, man. So that's it. It's going to be our first almost two-hour podcast. Probably going to end like at 158 or something like that. But yeah, man. See, that's all we got, man. We appreciate everybody that made it this far, especially this one. Because, yeah, this is a long way. But yeah, we really, really appreciate everybody that made it this far into the episode. If you listen this far, again, make sure you uh, like and subscribe on YouTube. This video will be available on Wednesday. Tomorrow will be out on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, and Spotify. Uh, make sure you follow us on our social medias in the description tabs. I said that earlier. Uh, yeah, episode 42 will be next week. And um, I'm P. That is Brandon. I appreciate you being here for two hours, sir. Uh, what's your plans for the rest of the night? Uh, I don't know. Hmm. Do some work. Kind of work. Twerk work. Oh, yeah. All right, y'all. We appreciate... <laughs> Yo, this nigga's dripping. <laughs> he met somebody twerking on him. That's what he met. He met somebody doing what? twerking on him. That's what he met. But, uh, yeah, man, we appreciate y'all. We fuck with y'all. Like I said, episode 42 <laughs> will be next week. Episode 50 coming soon, nigga. Look, if we still doing quarantine by episode 50, nigga, you got to have a bottle of liquor. I got to have a bottle of liquor. We got to take a shot. We got to take some shots. Through the whole, look, we got to take shots through the whole episode, bro, every 30 minutes. My die. I don't drink anymore, bro. Bro, look. Okay, every hour. Bitch, we not gonna be. Look, okay, look. We we take one before we start, and then we take one in the, the hour mark. Yeah, I guess. But hey, he said this, y'all. Remember, he said this because this nigga's gonna be acting like a bitch for episode fifty cons, and I hope he's here too. I hope by the time episode fifty comes, what was that like nine more weeks? Yeah, hopefully it should be over. Hopefully you'll be over here, nigga. Or where we do that. But yeah, man, we fuck with y'all. This is the podcast. Episode 42 next week. Fuck with us. Like, subscribe. It's my nigga. It's your nigga P. That's my nigga B. Yeah. Fuck with y'all. And.